See, I, I was into wrestling during the Attitude Era. I'm all about that stone cold. Yeah, well, I mean, that, that that's also one of the best eras that W, you know, the world wrestling yeah. entertainment ever fucking had. This you is can't true. Call it, this is you true. can't call it Federation anymore because WWF is now owned by the World Wildlife Foundation. See, I don't think there'd be that much confusion between those two and, like, the group that would be confused would be the wrestling fans, who I also suspect would be like, holy shit, pandas are endangered? Get Stone Cold on that shit! Which right? I've been all for Stone Cold saves the pandas. Oh, can you imagine, like, a poacher's, like, getting, getting lined up, he's sneaking for the shot, and then all of a sudden you just hear the glass break, like, what the fuck is that? And out of nowhere he comes out the bushes and just starts giving all the poachers fucking stunners and knocks them all the fuck out. And, like, grabs one in beer can, presses him against his skull into, like, a disc and throws it at another one yeah i'd watch that yeah he's just going around and he just flips everyone off as he's leaving and the pan is just like still chewing his bamboo like nothing happened this summer stone cold takes on wildlife protection <laughs> just him out in the woods in his stupid uh jean shorts body Not slamming even the jean- poachers that's true the jean shorts and the vest no yeah, the shirt, vest the vest a vest made from poachers <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, oh, we 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 got to add some line about like was it uh, uh something more he insults the crocodile Dundee something or some sort of big nature person I don't know we got to throw something in there like that but yeah he's just gonna be stunning those guys who would be the bad guy that like who would be in charge of this international poaching ring would it be Vince McMahon? I don't know. Like, I, the the reality is, like, the entire movie could be like predator style, like poachers out in the woods, and then them like finding their friends, like stone cone stunnered into the ground or something. Yeah, like, you like get, that like, could work. You get like flashes of the stupid knee braces or the short or the jorts as like he like walks up on a guy. Like, just like the reveal at the end is like he just like German suplexes a dude into a tree to kill him. You get the full <laughs> shot of Stone Austin of, Steve, of Stone Cold Steve Austin doing that. Like it's like it's like it's like I found you, you son of a bitch. Did you find me or did Stone Cold find you? That's the guy's head hits the ground, explodes. The movie ends. Yeah, or or, or like there has to be a scene where like one poacher is like afraid and he's like cowered down and just echoes from left and right. All he hears is what, what? I think that's how you. I think that's how we should announce like. The guys are like the first time a poacher gets near a panda or like a tiger or something, you just hear what? Yeah, but you gotta hear it from like echoes from the yeah. side, well, so you don't know where it's coming from. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's great because then he turns around very much like the Jurassic Park scene where he turns over and the the, the raptor's right there, and he's like, "Clever girl." But, but instead of the, Austin... but instead of the raptor pausing, it's just Stone Cold's face sticking out of a bush, going, exactly. "What you gonna do?" Cut right there. <laughs> To like way off shot of the distance of birds flying away when Stone Cold comes for you. Oh, and there's got to be this one scene where he's like walking away with all these poachers dead, and he's like, "Austin three sixteen says I just whooped your ass." Yeah, basically. And it just, no, no, you uh, there's a tree with Austin three sixteen carved into it. They encounter like, what does it mean? And in the background, you hear Austin three sixteen. Welcome to the Wicked Awesome Cast, episode 90. Woody woo! We are the official... Uh, we never say this because we always forget, but yes, welcome to the podcast. We are 
the official podcast of the Wicked Studios. I am joined by me, Charlie, aka Mordak, aka lots of other nicknames we've made up over the years, but those are the main names. And I'm joined <laughs> by Alex, aka Mave Online, aka Mave. Uh, no Jeff again this week. We're still trying to figure out our new schedule. We will figure this out, but for the time being, Jeff, uh, Jeff loyalists, uh, please forgive us and. He will be back, I promise. He's definitely not... I, I can't even come up with something. It's just been bad scheduling lately. Yeah, so what happened was he joined up with a bunch of kids, and now they're in the Upside Down looking for their friend. So hopefully they'll be back sometime soon. I know they're there with a cop, and uh, what's her name? He used to have a shoplifting problem. A Alex, <laughs> Jeff is from the Upside Down. Yeah, well, he's he's gone back to recharge his batteries, so to speak. So he'll be he'll be with us for a while. He has to do his uh, every couple of years. He needs to go back to the upside down and recharge his dark energies. That's why he's so he'll be pale? Back. All that irradiated air. Yeah, exactly. He got too much vitamin D, so now he needs to go back and and have it sapped out of his body and replace <laughs> the, the dark energies that is uh, the upside down. So. Jeff is the smoke monster, but like a white smoke monster. Yeah. And you know, because he's a huge fan of Stranger Things, so I figured it's fitting that he'd go to. <laughs> yes, yes, I, I understand the joke you're making. By explaining it, you've made it less of a good joke, but... It makes it better! As is your style. everyone's in on it. Yes. <laughs> Loyal listeners of the podcast will remember this thing we just explained a little too much in detail. <laughs> you see, because a while ago, Jeff made a big old Shut rant. up! <laughs> oh. Alex is lucky Alex thinks he's funny, because none of the rest of us do. Aww. I, I think some, somebody out there thinks I'm funny. Hopefully. I'm going to shop in some cricket noises in that awkward <laughs> silence just then. Or shorten it and make this even weirder in post. I don't fucking know. It's perfect. It worked out just fine. Yeah. So do you want to go first or should I go first this week? Uh, Well, you go first and then I can go so you get that little break. Sure. I, I apologize. I am a little bit under the weather. So if there's some um sniffling or mild coughing I don't edit out, I apologize for that. But... Yeah, so I probably the biggest in gameplay uh, gaming news is I think I'm like officially in on Warframe, like Destiny One levels of in. I I found a couple I found a couple of the frames I'm really digging. I found like I have some powers I like. I found a shotgun I think's real good. I know it's not the best shotgun in the game, but I don't care. I'm having lots of fun just blasting stuff away with it. Uh, it's like the systems are clicking the like syndicate systems clicking like i'm starting to see the bigger picture of what that game is i sent my first i spent some time on the plains of edonia which is their open world area and that's actually kind of real cool like i'm 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 finally capable of building more or less anything i want in that game so long as i'm willing to put the time in and that feels really good and as a result like all the other stuff of that game starts to fit into place like it's weird. I think I'm like easily 30 hours into that game and I'm finally at that point, which I'm actually kind of liking because like, I've fallen off that game and come back so many times at this point. I've always been like, eh, maybe I'll get in, maybe I won't. Like, I finally figured out how to get the roll button onto my controller so it doesn't like take something else I want. And like having the roll button changes that game in some bizarre ways that I didn't hmm. fully grasp previously. Okay. But yeah, it if you are like me and like are patiently waiting for Star Citizen because 
the whole kind of combat of that game seems cool and are really burnt out on Destiny 2 at this point. Like, really go check out Warframe. It's in a really good spot right now. Like, that game will never be perfect, but, like, it delivers, I think, on a lot of things Warframe, uh, sorry, Destiny players want. Like, don't get me wrong. There are some things I don't like about that game. I think a lot of the frames look really stupid. I don't like how a bunch of the frames work. That game is confusing as hell, but when it clicks, it clicks really fucking hard. Hmm. Yeah, I've seen you've been on it quite a bit recently. Like, yeah. I, I'm actually kind of curious to jump into it, considering, like, Destiny 2 has been very disappointing. Once we are up and running, I think we're going to play some streaming Warframe. I I would be totally down. I should probably start getting ready for it. No, you, uh, so that's... the. That's the issue. I think it, you coming in raw will give us a structure I don't have right now. So, like, I have several maxed out frames. I have several maxed out weapons. And, like, because I kept going and coming away with the game, I I have this issue where my progression in that game is completely fucked. Where I, ha I, I got through the majority of the game one time, and then they reset the entire questing system, which they needed to, don't get me wrong. It was a good change. But now it's like, go do these low-level quests. Huh. It's like, I, I have a rocket launcher that shoots sharks from orbit. And you want what me to fuck? go kill these 70 people. I, I can do that with my dog. Like, I, I, I'm max level with a bunch of my gear. Go do this. The yeah, well, I mean, I did play Warframe previously before, like, briefly. Yeah. Like, for, like, a little while. But, so I do have, like, some, I guess, uh, what are you... What, do you, what are they called? The frames. The, the frames. Yeah, I have a few, but like I think only like maybe two or three of the default ones. Yeah, I think I have seven different frames now, most of which I built. Okay. Ha half of them are max level. Yeah, but I played a few years ago, so from what you're yeah, saying, it's, it's been changed drastically. Yeah, there's ago. a full questing system and like story in that game that wasn't in that game when I... And then this is the funny thing. I ever every time we talk about like this game has a weird contentious history with something with studios because the version that launched on the PS4 when we did a quick look of it a long ass time ago, uh -huh. fucking sucked. And uh -huh. like the difference between the console version and the PC version at the time were drastic. And like here's the thing too, that version of that game I still would shit talk the way I shit talked it then. And then, like, when it launched on the Xbox, that version of the game had me going, what the shit? Like, it it was basically a whole different game with a two-year gap in it. And, like, even now, I'd go so far as to say, like, from when the Xbox One version of it launched versus now, they're similar, but still, they've changed so much of that game. Like, And, like, the things about that game that have always been good, which are, like, the, mo the movement, the aiming, and the ideas, those have always been solved, and they keep getting better, but, like, they... Like, they, they added an open world segment to that game. I didn't notice how much I wanted open world in that game until they added it. It's like, holy shit, this game's amazing with this in it. Like, the Destiny Patrol system in a more fun-to-play game is just as fun. <laughs> but it's got dumb stuff where it's like, I hey, go fish. Why? I, I don't know. People like fishing in video games. I, I'm a cybernetic war ninja of death. Yeah, I would love to go fishing. <laughs> What's the point? You get fish. You can sell them or stuff. What's ever the point of fishing in a video game? Uh, to unlock a secret lore in Legend of Zelda. Yeah. Free no time. 
and like here, I guess WoW has fishing, but why? Why do you fish? Yeah, it, I fish all the time in WoW, but do you? It's I, actually a good thing to be honest with you. It's just time consuming and super fucking annoying. I, it's the the new leveling system for professions. I think is a good thing because it makes it so I can fish anywhere and not like, oh, you can't fish here. It's too high level. It's like. No, I can't hit the water. I, I, I'm too low level. This water is rocking my shit. <laughs> well, yeah, the big professional overhaul in general has made it really good because even though you're like, because before they used to have restrictions, like you need to be X level of skill in order to mine like gold or something. Yeah, that was dumb. Yeah, no, they fixed it. it it's yes, I, I know. I, I, I've run into it. I'm, I... We're going to talk more about WoW later, because I had some more things to say about WoW, but I've also been playing a lot of WoW lately, like, which I'm kind of digging the new changes, but more on that later. I've also been poking at uh, Monster Hunter some. Ah. That Wait, really... which one? Monster, Monster Hunter? Hunter World Beta keeps happening, and I keep being like, oh, if, if, if you're back, Monster Hunter Beta, I'll, I'll check you out. <laughs> uh, but I wanted to kind of shame myself for a second on this one. Um. So if, if those of you who are PlayStation members or PlayStation users of some kind, I suspect you also have received your um, year in PlayStation email of some kind, where uh -huh. apparently the first game I played on my PlayStation in, on January 11th of 2017 was Res Infinite, and it was all downhill from there, because that may have been the best game in some ways last year, because <laughs> really? Res. I haven't played that. We actually should, haven't even heard of it. We should. There are once the studio set up, they have lots of ideas we make. We may capitalize on. So, uh, apparently I, on the PlayStation, I played 417 hours of video games in 2017. I played 39 different games. The most I played was 105 hours in April alone. That's uh, that's pretty fucking sweet, actually. That's a good count. I. I, I, I'm afraid to ever look at a count of how long I've played because I just remember how long my World of Warcraft account has been active for some of these characters, and it's just scary to look at. For reference, the average PlayStation player played 218 hours. <laughs> and how much was yours again? 417. Gee. The top three games I played in 2017 were Destiny 1 or Destiny 2 with 122 hours. Persona 5 with 111 hours, and Horizon Zero Dawn with 38 hours. Nice. I'm really happy about Persona making my top three. That, that That's where I want it to be. Well, that's good. Persona's a great fucking game. Yeah. I, play... I To be honest, I still kind of miss uh, Persona. It's it coming back. Play? Don't worry. Yeah. That, that was fun. My top genre is first-person shooters, apparently not surprised, and I unlocked 163 trophies in 2017. What do these I... mean? Fucking nothing, except I'm down in trophy unlocking from 2016, where I got 248. <laughs> it tells you, like, for the previous years, you're down. It's... Step it up, chump. Yeah, it's got some stuff. It's it's a it's a nice breakdown. I, I personally love dumb shit like this, because... I find it funny, like, it, it doesn't change my habits at all, but, like, knowing how many hours of Destiny 1 I played by the end, I'm like, that's fun, that's that's dumb, and, like, oh god, I've wasted so much time, but, yeah. Uh, probably the last piece of video game news worth talking about is I, um, I briefly opened up Guild Wars 2, because it's been advertised a bunch on websites I've been frequently lately, 
I'm like, oh, I used to play that game a long time ago. Opened it up and went, oh god, I remember why I stopped playing this and immediately uninstalled it. <laughs> it's not a bad game. It's not. I do not like some of the systems in that game. I, for when it came out, I actually really enjoyed some of their systems because they had the the evasion roll system built yeah, into I, it, which I thought was really fucking cool. I still tap my was my was keys when I play WoW to try and do that. I'm like, oh, why isn't this in this game yet? Yeah, that's a no, really that, that's, good system. Yeah, the, the, their combat system is fucking great. I just think it's a little confusing sometimes because like your all your abilities and all that stuff changes depending on the weapon you're wearing. Yes, which in a way makes sense because like. You're not going to attack with the same attack you normally would. With not one if I'm a necro. Not if I'm one of the necromancers, where it's like, oh, I'm holding a different weapon. I have different spells. Like, is there a cheat sheet on the back of that axe I was using? That's like, here's how you cast slash. Oh, that's true. Okay, I'll give you that. But like for for the physical, you know, weapons like a shotgun. Yes. Like you're not gonna you're not gonna treat a shotgun like you do an axe. Oh no, as someone who played necromancer in that game, it's like, but what? Why? Like it's like oh you're you have a staff equipped you have all AOE spells now, man. But yeah, like I actually enjoyed it. Uh, I know some of the, like the thing is also the builds are very interesting, kind of uh, yes stuff. Like oh well you know you, this is the this is your world war like World War esque build. This is your uh, I forget what they call them like status effect build like. You have all these really weird, interesting builds in a weird way. But, it, I mean, it's kind of cool. And also, like, it has that layer of, of confusion. But also, it's it's free like yeah. to play monthly. It, you pay for the game once, and that's yeah. it. So, this is I, all I, would like to, I would like to jump into it at some point, but we I will admit the loud check button it out has again at some point. I, it's, I, I find many things about that game incredibly intriguing, and... Like I'm now playing MMOs again, so maybe yes. at some point yes. the safari will continue. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I. Uh, but not on video game news. The um, Charlie's Adventures and owning a house continue. I, I'm I'm not like owning a house in like a month and a half, maybe two months, but like right now. I fucking hate owning a house. <laughs> I I keep finding things that are wrong. Like I like before this podcast, I was just like cutting a hole in a door so I could install a latch because the previous owner got like the laziest version of a shed ever. It's like, oh, we have proprietary bullshit latches that don't match any existing door system. So like we uh, literally it was, hey, send us the serial number of your shed and we'll send you the key that matches that, to which my reaction was, doesn't that mean anyone can send you the serial number of my shed, and you can get the ser- they can get keys? Well, yeah. Isn't the serial number printed on the outside of my shed? Well, yeah. That's dumb. <laughs> we haven't had a problem with it in the past. I'm sure you haven't. How do I install a real locking system? You can't. And our drive shaft is a weird square shape that no other door uses, so fuck you. <laughs> I, I spent three hours in a, in a Lowe's yesterday, like, just, like, terrorizing the door hardware department because everyone there is a fucking idiot. 
<laughs> what do I do I, if I have a door thicker than two inches? Uh, why do you have a door thicker than two inches? Because I do. Why did you buy this door? I didn't. It came with my shed. You should buy a new shed. Fuck you. No, I won't. It just reminds me of that. Uh, did you ever watch Parks and Rec? Yes. It reminds me of that scene where Ron walks into the hardware store. He's like, hi, can I help you? And he just says, I know more than you. That is walking. That's the issue. That is me <laughs> at hardware stores. Like, it's. There are some parallels between me and Ron Swanson I'm not always comfortable with, but like the I'll just fucking do this myself aspect of it, I'm all on board with those comparisons. Like me and a Home Depot or a Lowe's or any like true value stores typically staff some knowledgeable people that like they might occasionally be idiots, but they'll also be like, I don't know what I'm talking about. I can respect that. Like this guy's like, oh, they don't make doors thicker than two inches. And I'm like, yes, they do. I own one. I like the assumption, like, no, they don't make doors, like, thicker than two inches. Like, no, that's absolutely false. Like, of course, anybody can make a goddamn door to any size thickness. Like, Yeah. Have you thought about getting a thinner door? I've thought about it. Would rather but, not. You know <laughs> yeah, but I like being able to close things securely and not have to worry about a flimsy-ass door. So, uh, yeah, I'll pass on that. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe a locksmith will have something. A locksmith will sell me exactly what I can buy here. That's my next stop. But, like, do you have anything? No, I got sent out of that department to another department to like paint where the guy there might know more about locks than the guy in the lock department did. I'm like, what the shit? <laughs> uh, soon I will be out of the dealing with like contractors. Like this is what makes me nuts. I live in LA now, which means like half the stuff I'm now forced to pay people to do. I can do myself. But legally, I cannot do. Like I've re I have wired and rewired houses, but because it's Los Angeles, I'm I can't do that. Or I'd more likely I'd have to pay someone to come in and double check all the work I would do. So at that point, it's just cheaper to, and less aggravating to pay someone to do it for me, and I hate that. Well, you could technically do it, but then if it ever came back... Oh, right. We, you have an in part of my domino effect. So I, the house I bought has a garage that's separate from the house. That's fine. Okay. That's where the studio's going to be. The issue is the previous owner ran some like bullshit power cables that if I put my hand directly up above my head, I hit. Like They've swagged down pretty hard. Oh, shit. So they need to get dealt with, and... I need a new circuit box because, as and I quote, my inspector looked at my circuit box and said, holy shit, I've never seen one of these not on fire before. Oh, God. <laughs> it's a bit of a, it, upon some Googling upon the brand, it's not exactly a well-reviewed unit, and it's like, half the results were like, my someone's unit burst into flames, what do I do? I'm like, well, I'm lucky right now, but let's not jinx it, so... And the way it works in L.A. is I have to have someone from the city and the power company come out and, like, approve me for a new box. But as a result, too, they're going to, like, look around the property and make sure all exterior cabling is kosher. Mm -hmm. And the one in the back is not. And they will not let me replace my circuit box without fixing the shit in the back, which means I have to cut a trough in the ground through my driveway to put some conduit isolation pipes in there and run the cable from there under it all, uh, coming up into the circuit box I have in my garage. That's pretty... But it's like 3000 bucks to like rent the equipment and all that jazz. 
Uh. Uh, it's so fucking dumb. But like, it's one of these things where it's like, I can't fix the box until I fix the cable. It's like, but I don't want to burn my house down with a shitty circuit breaker. Yeah, that, God, uh. Yeah. But once it's all fixed, it'll be great, but until oh, it'll then. I'll be bitching once it's <laughs> fixed. Like, I, I'm super looking forward to it being fixed, but it's also one of those ones where it's like, you have some electrician in there telling me how much it's going to cost, and I look at him and go, I know I can do this myself if I didn't live in this state. I hate living here right now. Mm. And the guy goes, oh, I'm going to drop the price 2000 bucks because it, could you do this yourself? Yes. Oh, I'll just, like, oh, you're just going to cut the cement for us? Yeah. You're literally paying me just to put the stuff in, aren't you? Yes. <laughs> Because either I'm paying you to come over and go, yeah, you put those pipes in the ground correctly, or I'm paying you to do it, and it's a $500 difference. And one of them is aggravating to me. Mm. But, yeah. But, hey, homeowner. Yeah. <laughs> Parts of it are fun. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, the space itself seems like Oh, yeah, it's more me versus the um, contractors of L.A. where it's like they come in, see them a little bit younger than their average clientele, and it's like, oh, I'm going to try and take this guy for a ride. He starts saying something, and I go, what kind of shitty-ass carpenter are you you're doing that? I would do this, and it's like, oh, fuck, he knows what he's talking about. This is obviously a joist wall, you fool. <laughs> see, I would probably be the guy who gets ripped off. I don't know that much about it, but yes. luckily I have like contractors and guys who are family friends and have been family friends for a long time, so you can usually tell like, well, this actually isn't a good price, but luckily they're, they've are they always been good to me, so yeah. never an issue. Yeah. But I, you're, you're from out of state, but you happen to know all this stuff, so it works out for you. It balances out in some ways. It's also like, you're going to have to do this. No, you won't. What if we, no, you won't. I ain't no spring chicken, motherfucker. <laughs> I own a hammer. I own a left-handed hammer. Well, that's right. You're left-handed. No, there's no such thing as a left-handed hammer, you idiot. What? See, that's why That's why I have people who know these things for me. It's like a metric crescent wrench. I, I'm not going to believe anything you say now. Yes, you shouldn't. There's no such thing as a metric crescent wrench either. What? And what did I buy last week? Snake oil. <laughs> Great. Oh. And yeah. waterfront property in Nevada. <laughs> I know that saying, you know, I have a bridge to sell you. But yeah. That's pretty much it. <laughs> uh, well, I look forward to hearing more on your... Uh, oh, it, it'll be an evolving process. Like, I've, every step of this brings with it new joys. Like, I... On the flip side, I just got done re like um my new fancy foundation with its earth proofing like bracing in it and or earthquake proofing bracing that's installed in it now just passed inspection, so I got to tell my insurance agency to suck it. Because ah. like oh, oh yeah, that, that, the house is old blah 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 blah. I did the retrofit and they're like, well if it has to pass inspection, the inspector's like, this is a lovely foundation you have now, <laughs> fully approved. Give me 25% off State Farm. <laughs> gotcha. 
My homeowning woes aside, what have you been up to? Uh, well, let's see. Gaming-related stuff? Uh, or things you invested... find might be interesting. <laughs> well, I mean, I, you know, we divvy it up usually on, you know, real life and gaming sure. stuff. But, uh, gaming stuff. I have been following the Overwatch League quite a bit ever since it's been released. Uh, I, of course, have my team, which I talked about last week, the LA Valiant, uh, which unfortunately took a pretty hard fucking L. Uh, this week, so pretty pretty sad about that. But they're you know they'll bounce back. Um, but yeah, it's it's been uh just kind of following the Overwatch League. I'm excited to see how it goes and all that. Maybe uh, we're not really far enough in for there to be like major upsets, right? Well, I mean, there are some teams that are getting fucking sweet right now. Like the Shanghai Dragons have not won a single game. Like, really? I mean, they've won. They haven't. They've won rounds. But they haven't won a single, like, game in terms of points during the, like, you know, if you win. Because the, the way they have it set up, for those who aren't familiar, uh, Overwatch has two teams play four maps. Um, and even if one team wins the first three games, they still play the fourth game because they're doing round robin for points. So, like, if you get two objectives, those points go towards, you know, catching the objective. But, you know, Shanghai has gotten points. Uh... For winning, like maybe getting two points, like capturing the first and the second, but they can't get the third. But they haven't won a single game, huh? Like they, they're they're getting fucking swept. So it's pretty gnarly to see that happening. Uh, have a team that's just like getting swept because these are, I mean, these are all good players. Like they're all really good quality, solid players. But to have one team just getting getting swept is pretty scary. Is it a synergy problem at that point, or? I from what I've been hearing, um, they, they, hmm, I think it, for that team, they've kind of been interviewing, and they're all good players, it's just the issue that like, they don't have a primary call-out guy, and I think the guy who's doing call-outs isn't necessarily in a position to do better call-outs, because I think he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't play a tank. I think he plays something else, so which makes it a little bit harder for call-outs, and it should be the tanks that kind of, Usually your tanks are your, your your shot callers for the most part. At least that's my understanding. Mm. So to kind of not really have a consistent like head when calling out plays and, and, and targets and all that, I guess is what's affecting them. But um, so it's I mean, more a communication kinda... issue than anything else. Yeah, that's what I've been hearing. It's more of a communication. No, that's that's a real sport issue though. At that point though, too. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, exactly. I, I gotta ask. This is a dumb one since it's the Shanghai Dragons. Is it a language barrier, or is it... No, they all... I mean, they, they all speak the same language, okay. as far as I know. And, I mean, it, it's not like... Which I actually also noticed, and, like, for example, when you have, like, the Korean teams, or, like, the Shanghai team, they're, 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 they're players from China, I believe. Um, they're, the, the client for their computer or all that stuff, when they play, is actually in the language they speak. So it's not like any callouts that are, like, text-wise. You know how you have text callouts? Sure. Aren't, aren't like, you know aren't in the language they can understand. So um, I don't think it's also a language barrier because I believe they all speak the same language. I'm pretty sure. I don't want to just assume, but, you know, like, that, that's just my understanding. And I, I, it makes sense if they all spoke the same language because if they didn't, how the fuck can you play together? Sure. Kind of thing. Especially in a game like that because, I mean, you have, like, for example, LA Valiant, which has a mixture of different, you know, races for the players, so to speak, but they all speak the same language and they all have, like, a common ground they can go on so to speak so i don't think it's a language thing in terms of that i think it's more of like they kind of don't really have a solid synergy just yet 
and the fact that they don't have a like leader or somebody who kind of makes the big calls um, makes it difficult as well because you know even though they are communicating, it's not consistent. Where like okay, everybody make sure you listen to this guy; he's priority on 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 the language kind of thing. So I think that's what's going on with them um, right now. I think the only teams that we have some teams that are undefeated right now in terms of games. Obviously, they've lost a couple rounds because again, it's you know they get point per objective. Yeah, it's it, it it's it's cumulative. It's not just what it's. You don't lose football and you just have one touchdown scored against you. You have to actually finish the game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, I think New York and New York and London are currently undefeated. So, huh. I want to say New York, London, maybe Seoul. Uh, I think Seoul Dynasty is the name of that team. I gotta remember here, but yeah, I I think they're the ones that are like undefeated right now. But like watching that stuff has been kind of interesting because I'm kind of following along with that. I've heard rumors that there's already like a fantasy league for uh for the Overwatch League stuff already, which is kind of interesting. Remember, we are we are we work on a podcast with Jeff, a member of a fantasy Ruby League, so there's obviously a fantasy league for this. Yeah, which makes sense. But yeah, no, um so I've been following it quite a bit. Like I'll watch the games from my office because the games normally start Wednesday through Saturday and it's like at 5 p.m., depending on, obviously, like, the weekday. Um, so I kind of watch some of it and listen in uh, at work when it's, like, you know, closing out for the day kind of thing. Sure. Uh, but, yeah, no, it's it, it's been fun to watch. Like, it's, it's pretty exciting. Some of the memery that's going on in the audience is, of course, fucking hilarious. Because, like, I, was it the, I think the first day somebody had, like, one of the Ugandan Knuckles meme thing going around right now. Oh, God. I don't know if heard of... Yeah, and so, you know, they had just a sign kind of come up out of nowhere, which is kind of funny. Uh, I think yesterday there was a guy with a giant Jeff Kaplan head, and so like whenever the camera cut to a certain area, the head would rise from behind. Like, ah, like real sports, bleachers. yes, that should. Yeah. Like yeah, real sports at that point. I, I I appreciate that the shit that the shit posting is happening. Yeah, yeah, the, the shit posting in, in real life is in fact happening here too. What is the? Um, I haven't been paying enough attention. What is the uh, banner slash sign game like at these? The banner slash oh um I don't they have some pretty good signs people make a lot of their custom signs all that they also have those two like air plastic things that they just kind of smack uh, thunder sticks yeah there you go yeah the rally, there's a lot rally of sticks yeah yeah a lot of fucking rally sticks all over the place yeah um, they're cheap to manufacture and well, this is literally yeah yeah this is almost exactly what they're for I, I I'm talking more like have we gotten to WWE levels of like ridiculous signs in the audience is like someone holding up a Wens Marvel sign yet? Um, I don't think I've seen a Wens Marvel sign yet. I'm waiting for it to be I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet. But I mean you have the memory stuff like the giant head, uh, and then of course the Ugandan Knuckles is the only stuff I've seen so far that kind of stands out. Everything else for the most part has been pretty good. Um I would love to actually go to one of those games. Like I would love to do like a maybe we could do something like a something with a studios real life moment where we kind of go out to the Blizzard Arena in Burbank. And unplugged, yeah. Yeah, like doing an unplugged. Like go out there and actually like watch an event, so to speak. Because that's like Blizzard's really pushing hard on that Blizzard Arena stuff right now. Yeah. It's there's some stuff. Yes. It's something I've wanted to check out for a while. We've just been busy as an organization and busy as an individual. Yeah, well we actually we make sense. I mean, you're a new homeowner. Right? You got you, Yeah. That, that's priority. It's not an, an excuse, but it's like, oh, I should go to that Overwatch thing. 
or I should go sand down the door I just bought to replace a door frame in my house. Why do you need to sand it down? Is it bigger than two inches? Because they don't make those. Oh, this is more of a width issue. Uh, not all doors fit in all <laughs> door frames. Typically, you buy a door, and then you cut it to the shape and size you need actually. Like, there's a slight slant to my house, so all the doors have to be a little bit angled. Ah, It's not a problem, but it requires some doing. Like, the reality is you want the door you buy to be bigger because making a door bigger than the when you buy it is a lot harder. Yeah, no, of course. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I've been, I've been very much following that. Uh, a lot of my gaming attention has really been towards WoW and Overwatch. It's I a good time to play WoW lately. Like it's, it, it feels right. It it is, and I think I think they, I, th- I I can say this now. I think they've really learned from their mistakes from like, uh, Warlords and uh, what was the expansion? Well, Cataclysm was all right. I like Mr. Pandaria, even though they kind of had their issues. Here I, I think the issue with Cataclysm. I think Cataclysm, from a content standpoint, is fine. I think from a story standpoint, people just didn't like it. It's not like I think if Cataclysm came before Wrath of the Lich King, we'd look at it more favorably. I think it's it's the bad one between the two really good ones. Well, yeah, Wrath was a fucking phenomenal yeah. expansion. Uh, so I think, yeah, I mean, because Wrath had a great fucking villain, like. They, 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 the way they had the villains show up throughout the your leveling experience and everything else was good. Like, you even had that one... I don't know if you've ever done the dungeon yet, but we should at some point. There's a dungeon in uh, uh, Wrath where you're, uh, you work your way up to an area where the Lich King is at, because I guess he's, like, asleep or he's, like, powered down or something. Yeah, sort of he's in the throne. Like that. Yeah. Well, it's not the actual throne. It's some other cave thing he oh. shows up at. Oh, you know what it is? His sword was there. Yes. Uh... And so we try to take it, and then afterwards, he starts coming after us, and you have this situation where you have to run off uh, near a, a cliff area, and then he puts up an ice wall, and he's walking towards you guys in slow motion, and you have to kill the mobs, so the wall goes down, and then you keep going, because you have the situation where, like, you know, uh, let's use the, the trash compactor scene from uh, Star Wars. The, the walls are slowly closing in. We'll kind check of it in at some point. Don't ruin it too much. Okay, but it's really fucking cool. Because he's there in the dungeon. You can't actually kill the NPC, but, like, it's really fucking cool. Yeah, I meant it more as in the, like, a, a, the dragons, a Deathwing is not as good a villain as the stuff in Pandaria is or the re- stuff that Northrend is, just period. I well, Regardless of how lame I think the dragons are, it's just not, like, the story of Thrall fighting a Maelstorm is kind of cool, but it's not really about that. It's like, oh, ecological disaster. This is well, a world where dragons and like frost giants exist. Everything's an ecological disaster. Yeah, but I think like it was it was like the 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 villain was involved in your story. Yeah, as opposed I, to Deathwing, who just like they had an achievement where he flew past the part on the continent and just set you on fire. And like he would fly, and there was an achievement like stand in the fire. Where you would get burned by Deathwing as he flew by and killed you, like that was it. Like that was an that was an achievement in the fucking game. Yeah, it's, which it's, was shitty because it was very impersonal in a weird way. Right, and I think that's kind of part of it. I think it's just like it's Cataclysm is badly written. Yeah, I think so. They could have done a lot more with Deathwing, especially if they had used more of his like human form for some of the stuff. But it's they did. like dragons are lame or something. Not necessarily. There's some really good storylines for the dragons. When when you get leveled up higher and like actually in current content Legion, 
There's this really cool uh, quest thing you do or scenario thing. We are not a WoW podcast. Okay. Well, we'll get to it later on when you get leveled up. Yes. But anyway, yeah. So uh, Legion is good. It's a good time to be a WoW player. Very much a good time to be a WoW player. So happy about that. Uh, obviously, I still play around with Overwatch. I, I've actually, since I've been watching the Overwatch League, I've kind of been taking some tips and tricks from the pros and like applying it to my gameplay. So I've been learning quite a bit from uh, a couple of Zenyatta players, which is nice. That's kind of one of my mains. Uh, but yeah, as far as that stuff goes, that's been the only game thing. I haven't touched Destiny 2. It's been too disappointing to pick up. Yeah, I've... Yeah. I mean, we've talked about it in great length. Um, the big push on their, like, buy the... What are those crates from? Everest. Everest? Yeah. yeah. The Everest stuff to, like, the lack of communication. I, we're going to talk about it some in news, because okay. some shit's gone down. Yeah. So we'll definitely talk about that. But yeah, I just, I haven't had the urge to play it. Like, I, I don't, as hyped as I was, them finally bringing Destiny 2, or just a Destiny franchise to PC, so I can use a keyboard and mouse, it's been really fucking lackluster. Yeah, Destiny 1 is a better, I like Destiny 1 more than I like Destiny 2 at this point. I, I think some not great choices were made in Destiny 2 that I, un Today's going to be the day of me playing devil's advocate in a bunch of topics because I can kind of get why some of the choices were made in a couple of these things. Like, and they're not bad choices. They're just not the right choice to make in this situation. Like Destiny 1 had ongoing weapons balancing and uh, like it, it had its problems because it was trying to be a PvP game and a PvE game and not a PvE game with a PvP mode. Like, I... I yeah, we we've talked about this all before. It's yeah, some choices were made, and I think those choices were bad at this point. Yeah, I mean we can, we can expand on it during the, uh, the you know when we talk about Destiny and all that stuff. So. Yeah. Um. But yeah, other than that, I mean, as far as real life goes, uh, got some interesting possible promotion stuff at work, which is kind of nice. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, yeah. Kind of just been busy being like a big uh, project guy right now, which is kind of nice. Uh, I don't own a house, so I don't have any of the woes that Charlie's going through right now when it comes to, like, housing, but I will probably tap into his expertise uh, to kind of set up my, my rig a little better. Oh, yeah, we're, I guess we should may as well officially announce this now. Uh, as the studio is going to get set up, we're going to have Charlie and Alex build the studio as channel content, so... Yeah. Alex is getting down to nine fingers. Yeah, that'll be good. Call me Nine Fingers Maeve. That'd be my thief name. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. I keep hammering these boards together. Why isn't my carpentry skill going up? You fool! You can't yeah. grind out building. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to sit outside with a bunch of like uh, planks and just keep hammering away. So they Putting nails and something over and over. I'm getting better at it, Charlie. Oh, that'll be great. It'll make, it'll make great content. Coming soon. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, other than I guess last thing is... Uh, Everything uh, as far as like also kind of being a little more healthy, working out, things good, you know. I've uh, Mandy and I have decided to pick up Pokemon Go again and start walking more often. So I figured we kind of jump into that. You should check out Draconius Go. Draconius Go. It's it's a knockoff of Pokemon Go that a lot of Pokemon Go players seem to think is a better game. Really, 
I played around with it when I was in upstate New York, and I'm just kind of done with that shit. And I was kind of curious about exactly how bad Jeff's life trying to play those games was, and I got my answer, shitty. But ah. yeah, if you're looking for maybe a change of pace and a game with um some improvements and some PvP and like a quest system, mm -hmm. maybe check that game out. It's okay. It, it could not be more of a ripoff of Pokemon Go if they tried in some ways, but... It's a potentially acceptable alternative. Yeah, no, it's uh, I'll have to check it out then. That sounds kind of cool. I'll 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 run it by uh, Mandy and see, and and we'll kind of go from there. But I know it's just we haven't touched Pokemon Go at all at a while, so maybe it's just because it's it's fresh to us. But once we hit that burnout part, I'm sure we'll switch over to that. Yeah, do those dungeons, <laughs> the raids. Yeah, there's a lot of shit apparently that I missed. Uh, that everyone seems to hate. Yeah. So, we'll see. Uh, yeah, other than that, I mean, things have been pretty good. Uh, I'm trying to be a little more positive at work. I've been kind of a grouch uh, last couple months at work, so it's nice to kind of have a more positive outlook. And uh, as a stress reliever in the office, I've actually started working on Rubik's Cubes. So I kind of like to work on a couple sides each day. Uh, not multiple sides but like one side at a time and keep constantly switching the colors so i can get like down to a pattern and get used to like how to move stuff around so it's been kind of my new little little project this year so i know you're not a new year's resolution kind of guy at least i don't think you are you're just doing the three by three cubes or are you in the weird ones yet oh the three by threes fuck the weird shit like i, I went standard you know three by three cube so if you're not doing no dodecahedron rubik's cube are you even really doing a rubik's cube right Amateur hour with your three by three grid, pshaw. I feel that that has a similar slogan like the uh, the the fidget spinners. If you ain't spinning, you ain't winning. Sure. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, that's it for me. Pretty much, that's 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 my whole uh, little grind here. Uh, actually, last thing this week, uh, my 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 husky pit Leia turns uh, two. Oh, so, congrats! Yeah, so. <laughs> Manny and I are, are debating on uh, getting her like a nice little birthday thing or something like that. Well, actually, not debating. We just don't know what we're gonna get her. Just get a cake made of ground beef. <laughs> Probably. Actually, I don't know. Think I ever told you, but I went to like this dog bakery thing uh, a couple months ago, and they had a bunch of little dog treats and different things like that. But one of the things I saw is they have this drink. Like, like it, it's like it's good for the dogs to drink. Like it's fine, um, but it's dog parian. What it's the hell is on, that? It's a play on Don Perignon. So it's in a it's in a like plastic makeshift oh, son of champagne a bitch. glass, and it's Don Perignon. Is it dog hooch? <laughs> I don't think it's hooch per se. Like it's just like water with some other like flavoring stuff and things oh, like that. Oh, like but, sparkling water. Yeah, I. Yeah, but it's dog Perignon. Yeah, my my next batch of meat is intended only for turtles. <laughs> not meant for humans <laughs> it's a turtle to really enjoy it uh, uh i fucking hate the world of dog stuff <laughs> oh it's I, ice cream for a dog you mean ice cream you fuckers well it's not something i'd want to drink this thing but i i get what you're going for. and you have been looking for a new protein shake style thing no i'll pass on that just but mix it, it like with the soylent man do it 
no, this shit has fish flavoring. Fuck that. Yeah. Shit. Nope. Fuck no. <laughs> so, but yeah, that, that, that's it for me. I I forgot to talk about something. It didn't happen to me this week, but I I've been talking about it a lot lately, so it reminded me and brought it back to my attention. Um, have we ever ever talked about competitive weed growing? That's a fucking thing. Oh, it's a fucking thing. I I recently had dinner with a friend of mine who um, we'll just say works in the cannabis advocacy industry, and uh-huh. I, as part of their outreach, he's been attending a lot of uh competitive weed competitions and by that i mean like it's it's like a dog show but with cannabis plants so it's Uh like five stuffy looking herbatology judges like poking and prodding these plants Uh and it's fucking hilarious i've been to a couple when they were like come to the motorcycle tattoo and competitive weed growing expo and i'm like i like two of those things and we'll watch the third dumb thing I'm shocked that that's a. It is. You know what? Doesn't fucking surprise me. All the all the shit that you found that like I hear from you, like the fucking vape TV shit. This does not surprise me in the least bit. Yeah, it's. Well, so I I got it got I got reminded of it recently because uh, me and my girlfriend had a deal that like I, I I'm not a huge fan of marijuana, but at the same time I find like the dumb culture around it really entertaining. And, like, if it ever became illegal in California, I was going to start getting into the competitive weed world just so I could be like, oh, no, no, I, I'm not part of this. I just win at this. Uh, and since the laws passed on the first, I've been making jokes about, like, well, time to get to a hydroponic gear out. We're going to compete in the hydroponic category. Cause that's where the <laughs> real players play. <laughs> no, that dirt bullshit. We're going high tech, motherfuckers. actually you know what you just reminded me of something else i told you oh god um so i know how much you love to hear about the lizards and the spiders and everything how is alex's house of horrors so i don't think i i think i had mentioned it but i don't know if i'm 100 sure i'm mentioning it uh count adamar the tellus whip scorpion has passed away i don't know if it was gang related or if it was a shootout but Unfortunately, the scorpion has passed away. Was a Bloods or a Crip logo spray painted on the side of his tank? I'm not sure. It was kind of an interesting. I need to know this scorpion's affiliations, man. (laughs) We have to retaliate. If we don't hit back hard, we're no better than they are. Those fucking cowards. I did like I did see it injured, and I I leaned over and asked, like, "Who did this to you?" And he said, "I ain't no snitch," and then just passed away. That's what you get for that five O outfit around your apartment. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So uh, the scorpion's passed away, but Mandy is already looking for something else. What is she looking at? Uh, not sure at the moment because we want to try to. F- We're thinking about getting some sort of like lizard, like a little small like gecko or something like that to go in that habitat because it works really well for that little uh, terrarium, whatever it was called. Sure. Um, but so did <sighs> this is new and it's really interesting, but like. Did you know there are people who buy these, like, tents that put lizards in them, and that's their habitat? Tents? Yeah. So, Mandy the other day sized up our closet and was like, I can fit one of those in here. You do not want to be one of those people. (laughs) 
Uh, well, we still she still has two lizards at her old uh, parents' place, so we have to find a place to put them, and so I think those lizards are coming over somehow. If you want to add Charlie Builds You some shelves for the menagerie, we can talk costs. <laughs> well, no, the thing is, like, I forget what they're called, but there's these, they're not just, like, normal, like... Yeah, they're, like, stuff. hanging globes, almost, made of tent material. No. No, no, they they sit inside the like the closet on the ground with PVC oh. piping and everything else. I'll have to link it to you, but it's apparently like it actually keeps all the smells inside. It doesn't do anything like that, and it actually it's like this weird little tent setup. But you, people use it also for like growing like weed and stuff like yeah, that I, because it I, keeps the ones I know of are like these hanging like balloon things that like they're they're suspended. They're like um hanging. They're like, they're like cliff um tents where like you accept oh, no. them up and they anchor and they hang on the air and you can have a lizard live inside of it because it. Again, it contains the smell and all that shit, and it's uh, more portable housing for them. Yeah, no, it's 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 not like it it sits in the closet on the floor. Like, huh. It's not hanging or anything. It's I'll have to show it to you at some point. But sure. she was like pointing it out. It's relatively inexpensive, and it's really easy in terms of maintenance and everything else. And we got to get her two other lizards out of where they're at. So I think at some point we're gonna bring them over. But I don't know. I forget what kind of lizards they are, but they're decently sized lizards, and there's two of them. So. How much of the apartment do the pets own at this point? Like, I what don't is the know. turf ratio? I don't know. But, like, here's the thing all the pet stuff that we have, as far as that goes, isn't really like, isn't like taking up space that wouldn't normally be taken up by like a table or something. Sure. Like, like the, 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 the snake cage that we have actually works as our like little table and a display area. You know? Like, it has a function on top of just being a snake cage thing. So we That's can like put the most drug dealer boss thing ever. Like, Behold my Shark Tank table. Yeah, it it pretty much what it is. Like instead of having like our normal like dining table, whenever we like sit down and watch like TV while we're that is some dinner. gangster ass shit. Just having like a instead of a coffee table, just have like a glass sided cobra pit or something with a top on it that you just like put drinks on and shit like that. That's exactly what it is. If that's you ever come fucking, over to the place, that's fucking badass. <laughs> Yeah, it sits perfectly right next to my computer, so I have just the snake cage right next to it, and we just sit like we have dinner on top of that thing and put stuff on there. So you'll, you'll have reached peak cartel if, like, during a Super Bowl party, you have, like, one of your enemies in the cage with the snake, and the party's happening around this, and, like, people are putting beer on top of it as this person's, like, trying to get out or some shit. That's peak <laughs> cartel at that point. Yeah, we could probably fit a small child in there. It's a decently sized cage. So you have wronged me, child. <laughs> right. <laughs> it was my turn to ride the bike. Maybe next time you'll follow the standards. Fuck your tricycle. <laughs> well, yeah, no, it, it's uh, everything that we have as far as the the the, the, the reptiles and snakes and everything else has like a, a spot that's not just taking space. It's actually fits with the the apartment. So. Not not a bad not a bad thing setup. So. Okay. Yeah, it's not like we're going out of the way and I'm losing bed space because we had to put a snake cage in this area. <laughs> Why do the snakes have to sleep in bed with us? There's no other space for them. Well, I like. I, I feel bad because the this this particular uh, lizard has kind of gone missing uh, from her parents' place, but she used to have oh. one called the bouncer. I called her the bouncer because whenever uh, I stayed over it would get really, like, active and try to, like, come at me. But not, like, it never actually came at me and attacked me, but, like, it would get really active and come near 
So it's more the Guido than the bouncer. Well, like, it was because, like, I'm a new male scent. Sure. So it was protecting, like, its territory. It thought I was just invading, so it would would come by. And so I remember waking up one time, and, like, I put my feet down, and it wasn't too far away, and it whipped its tail in my direction. I was like, oh, time to fucking go. Nope. Nope, gotta go. So, but these other two lizards are, are something else. I don't think I, I think I don't know if I ever told you before, but Mandy used to work at an actual like reptile. I like, think we've covered shop. that. Yeah. Yeah. She had like, they, the, the shop had gators, like that kind of stuff, like in a giant water pool area where they raised two gators. So it was pretty fucking cool. It's a nice little shop. Um, I know they used to like rent out their lizards for TV shows and all that. So it, it's pretty cool. I'll have to have Mandy share some stories of when she worked over there. But yeah. yeah. Other than that, I mean I think we've got a little too extra on the stuff we've brought up, but I figured I'd give you an update on the animal situation here because you seem to love and revel in the fact that we are severely outnumbered by the animal kingdom as opposed to, you know, Mandy and I in our home. And it happens to be with creatures that could possibly kill me in my sleep. So Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, when you were saying like you put your foot down or that whole waking up story. I was expecting it to to wake up and like the litters was holding a pillow over your its head, like being like, ah, shit, he woke up. Yeah, like, shh, 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 go back to sleep. You saw nothing, bitch. Well, <laughs> I was kind of expecting to be the one lizard and then two lizards behind it with bandanas, just kind of being, you came to the wrong neighborhood, motherfucker. Just shiv you right there with some soda bottles. Yeah, that was pretty much it for me. But hey, I had a good run. But alas, R.I.P. Count Adamar, yeah. Hell of Scorpion. May you side, sh- may you side scope in hell, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, should we get to gaming news? Finally, I suppose we should probably, <laughs> you know, talk about gaming news and not your nightmare house of horrors. <laughs> Fair enough. I think it's what people come here for. Sort of, kind of. I don't know. But yeah, gaming podcast, not a Alex Lives in Constant Fear of His Life podcast. Although we have had viewer email where they've asked us about that stuff in the past, which is kind of cool. Yes. Uh, Alright, I guess we should jump into it. Ready for news? Yeah, ready. Do the thing. Alright, oh, that's right. I God, I'm so off my fucking game. Thank you. I do have to say, I love that you've accepted the fact that this is the thing that I do now. First on the agenda for news <laughs> this week. Uh, we have to say a big congrats to um, Austin Games Done Quick for raising over $2.2 million for the second year in a row. Yeah, congratulations. That, they fucking crushed it. Yeah. Did you get a chance to watch any of it? I don't like what... It, I don't like speedruns. I, I I understand the appeal of speedruns. They're just not for me. I Speedruns that are all about like memorizing a game and getting through as fast as possible, I can kind of get behind. The ones that are mag- exploiting glitches to like phase through walls and stuff, I do less for me. I it, it's it's cool what they're doing. It's just not something I enjoy watching, but it's very impressive. Well, I mean, they do have different types of speedruns. Like they have yes. the the normal completion speedruns, and then the glitchy time-based speedruns. Yes, I don't want to put enough time into 
learning their exact schedule to catch exactly what I want. Okay, fair. Enough. I also don't typically care about the games that are big in the speedrunning community. Hmm. I'm curious to see if they did Cuphead. I'm sure they did, but probably. I, yeah. Yeah, good. Kudos on them. I mean, it's nice to see, you know, with all the weird shit you hear about gaming and all the, the dark side of all that stuff and kind of how shitty sometimes the community can be, it's good to hear shit like this comes out of it. Like, obviously you have your gaming charities, like, was it Extra Life and this awesome game's done quick, and then there's another one I'm missing. Child's Play and then St. Jude's and all that stuff. Like, it's nice to hear this stuff come yeah. out of it. Yeah. No, it's uh, always a good cause. Always happy they're out there doing good stuff. Yeah. Uh, moving on from that, uh, Bandai Namco handled some server issues with the uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z beta pretty goddamn well. I basically for those out of the loop, they had some network connectivity issues as part of the beta. People lost a bunch of time, and they addressed they. Unlike many other people running a beta of this kind, they got out there, they addressed it pretty directly and said, like, hey, we're going to add some extra time in at a later point so you guys get a chance to play it and all that jazz. I, We spend so much time talking about when people just totally fuck up this kind of thing on this podcast. I thought it was worth bringing up when someone, well, does it well. They basically added a full extra day in there of uh, playtime. That's good. Yeah. I see them going out of the way to kind of do that. Yeah, I, it was off to a rocky start. They fixed it, and I, the, the general consensus around that beta was that game seems pretty fucking cool. Mm. Yeah, that's kind of... I, I mean, I've been following some of the story stuff for that for a while now, so it's nice to see that it's kind of, you know, it, 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 it's getting its due, and hopefully we'll see some, you know, once the esports scene really blows up on it, when it's officially released, it'll be nice to see what they can do with it. Yeah, I, I, I think... It, from what I've seen of that game, it looks like it goes to some pretty cool places. I think between that and Tekken 7, this year might be a cool year for fighting video games. Like, hell, even Street Fighter V Arcade Edition looks better than Street Fighter V has looked in the past. Yeah, I mean, they do have some issues with some of the, uh, what is it? There are some issues with it. There's always that issues. I've heard about. Yeah, like, I think it's been some frame rate issues and stuff like that recently, yeah. but I'm glad it's, it's doing all right. I've heard, I, 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 we didn't get a chance to cover it, but the Battle of the Stones tournament for Marvel on that side of things in terms of that, there was some pretty shady shit that I heard about later on that is kind of just kind of fucked for that game right now. And, and I want to enjoy that game, and I do enjoy watching it be played, but I don't think Capcom is giving it its due as much as they're trying to milk out Street Fighter for its, like, you know, edge and things like that. Yeah. So, but But yeah. Uh, good to see you know Fighter Z representing the anime fighting game community. So, yeah. Ah, next up on our list is list is kind of a weird one. Not lip. That that's just weird. Uh, Ubisoft has partnered with Tencent to bring a bunch of mobile games to China. Huh. I uh, specifically they're the um. Games made by Catch Apps Mobile Games that Ubisoft bought back in 2016. These titles mm-hmm. include Hoverboard Rider, Skyward, and I guess the controversial Threes Clone 2048. I don't know what any of that means, but <laughs> I, it's 
we've been following kind of the weird Vivendi Ubisoft standoff for a while. I I always forget that companies like Ubisoft have entire mobile divisions that given the popularity of mobile games in areas like China and Japan, it makes sense they're uh -huh. finally moving outside of the traditional areas they cover to deal with that stuff. And you've heard about Tencent kind of snooping around trying to find entryways into I guess I want to call the Western market some, but I, they're around. They own League after all, but they they show very sporadically, it seems. Uh-huh. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't, I mean, I don't do too much in terms of the extra crazy mobile game stuff right now, so I have to say that the only big like mobile game stuff I do now, like I even stopped playing the Star Wars mobile game. Uh, I've been doing uh, Hearthstone, and that's the only mobile game I play right now, to be honest. So, yeah. Good on them, I guess. I mean, this, I don't know how big the... Is it a pretty big, like, community for mobile gaming in No China? clue. Yeah. I'm curious to see how that's going to work out. They do always have some pretty trippy fucking phones out there, though. Yeah. So, we'll see. But hey, good on them, I guess, for trying to port some of that stuff out there and increasing their market. Yeah. Kind of a weirder twist. Um... Uh, the Hasbro licensing uh, deal with Activision has ended. I believe we talked about a couple weeks back about how suddenly all the Transformers games were just gone from all distribution platforms. Uh -huh. That was the general suspicion at the time, but yeah, that's 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 the official reason. Huh. That's pretty. Uh, that's interesting. I mean, that happened. That it happened happens, a while ago. Yeah. With, yeah, I mean, that happened a while ago with the. Uh, Part of the reason Marvel's Capcom 3 didn't get a lot of uh, updates and things like that because the license officially ran out yeah. with Marvel for a while. They they renewed it, obviously, for Infinite, but there was kind of a dead period of time right now with, like, uh, we're not really going to do anything with it. So Yeah. So, eh, we'll see if another studio picks it up. You know what, e what studio maybe shouldn't get it? EA. Yeah. Maybe they should. Maybe they deserve Transformers at this point. <laughs> Well, they did always, They already got Michael Bay. What else can you really do? To but that's what I'm saying. Like only EA can really capture the vision of Michael Bay in a video game. This is true. Hmm. I'm curious now. That might be interesting. Just let's go ahead and EA ruin another thing of my childhood. Appreciate it. Yeah, I'm all for that. <laughs> <laughs> like I want EA sitting at your bedside at night, being like. Here are other things you used to love we're going to ruin. Oh, God. I can only imagine what would happen if EA ever took over WoW. Obviously, it's never going to happen, but, God, if they ever... Ugh. Ugh. I don't... Uh, no. Let's, let's move on. This is scaring me. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of kind of bizarre uh, corporate uh, moves... PlayStation is launching a toy line called Totaku. Totaku. I. They kind of look like amiibos of famous PlayStation characters. No word yet or no confirmation about whether or not they will be kind of chip-enabled the way amiibos are. They're being made by ThinkGeek. They feature such famous characters as modern Kratos with a beard and axe, Parappa the Rappa, and Bloodborne Hunter, and Crash Bandicoot and shit. They are okay looking, I guess. 
Yeah, I like. I do like the way the uh, the Bloodborne Hunter looks like. That's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, but you, why buy this when you can buy the four thousand dollars six foot tall version? Uh, I'm gonna take a hard pass on that. They could just be standing there in a corner all the time. <laughs> they do. Have, I mean, they do have some iconic ones, like you said. Like they have Crash Bandicoot. I do. I am a little sad to say they fucked up with the naming convention and didn't go with Dad of War. Uh, for the for that look of uh, Kratos from God of War, yeah, I. They I'm, had a great opportunity and they fucked it up. Yeah. But uh oh, they have Heihachi too. Did you see that? Yeah, it's a not great looking Heihachi. His face looks weird. No. Yeah, looks a little shitty. Looks a little uh, Chung Lee from Capcom Infinite S right there. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, I I think the so far the best looking ones are like the Bloodborne Hunter. Crash looks a little fucking weird. Ew. He looks like the modern remake of Crash. Oh, okay. Uh, obviously, Dad of War looks good, and it's hard to be mad at the rapper, the rapper, when he's always looked shitty anyway. So I'm yeah. glad they captured that that flat two D. Yeah, I like these two D. I like that. That's it's a nice touch. Yeah, it works. <laughs> yeah. In quick gaming news, um, remember we happy few Alex? Yeah, I've been waiting for that fucking game to come out of like beta section. It's been delayed quiet. again. God damn it. I think I bought into the early access of that game at this point, and I, I, yeah. I, I will say I have not, I purposely have not bought the early access because I want to wait till that game is out officially. I bought so I it because it was like 15 bucks, and I'm like, that's a great game for a full game when it comes out, and I've only poked at it like once. Yeah. I might do a playthrough on my Twitch stream at some point for that game because it looks kind of fun. But I vote we wait for uh, it to actually come out. Yeah, I, well, I, yeah, I want to do it when it comes out. I don't want to do it in early access. Yeah, yeah, I, I kind of that that game is it's one of those things that it's like it's a story game, so I'll wait. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I guess speaking of story games, uh, as threatened or promised or whatever earlier. The new World of Warcraft patch is out. Not new expansion, Warcraft patch. And it has brought scaling leveling to much of that game, which is great. Uh, The basic breakdown is kind of what I wanted in the first place, which was uh, the vanilla zones are all 1 to 60, and they do encourage you some to move through them. There are starting levels for all of them, but at the same time, they'll scale up to hey, you can finish this quest now at least, and there is a path through and a story through, which I think is good. Mm-hmm. And then when you get to the end of Vanilla, you can either go to uh, Northrend or Outland, and you're going to go to Northrend because Outland sucks, and then after that you can go deal with Cataclysm stuff or Mist of Pandaria, and you're going to go to Mist of Pandaria because the Pandaria stuff is good. And then it's Warlords of Draenor and Legion at that point. So mm-hmm. it's a pretty good progression, I think. I I think uh, me and Alex have both been poking at it. I think the biggest change for me is the fact that they've, <laughs> excuse me, really upped how much health the enemies have. So you actually have to play the game like you used to again. Yeah. Well, you have to have to practice your rotation. Yeah. So you don't go, like, you don't all of a sudden go from, like, one-shotting, two-shotting shit to actually, like, oh, I have to use multiple abilities now. What the fuck am I going to do? Yeah. I, like, on my hunter, I've gone from like aim shotting and arcane shotting stuff to death instantaneously to being like, okay, yeah, what do I have to do again? All right, it's alternating between aim shot and arcane shot and like the tag shot over and over. Mm. 
Yeah. No, it's uh this new patch has been pretty fucking Yeah, it's a good change, I think. Yeah. No, it's it it's been it's been pretty good, I have to say. Yeah. Um I've been looking over some of the stuff they've done. They didn't release the allied races, but there's a lot of their data in the in in the patch that leads people to believe that it's going to be a pre-order bonus to access those races. And especially it seems like it might be a thing where um what's it called? the pre-order stuff will be happening at the end of the month. Mm. That's that's the rumor right now to go along with the patch because a lot of their stuff in terms of like uh, requirements and all that other stuff are actually inside like the, uh, what do you call it, inside the patch right now. So as they've been mining for a while, so it's just a matter of time at this point. But, you know, it's good. The leveling system is pretty fucking solid. Um, what else have they, there's something else they did. Oh, they released new, uh, I guess they finished up the patch in terms of the story. The there's a once you defeated the final boss or some of that stuff. There's a giant fucking sword sticking out of the planet now. Yes, sir. Super Garrus himself. <laughs> so that's actually I don't know if you uh, you haven't gotten that far ahead, but no, I've just watched um, the cinematic. Yeah. So in you know how in in Legion we all got artifact weapons. So yeah. The way they're they're kind of signing off our artifact weapons for that is actually um using your weapon to absorb the energy or to take the energy that's hurting the planet out of it. Um, but it destroys, not destroys, but it makes your, your artifact weapon unstable, which means it won't carry on. And that's how they're going to, that's the way they're going to transition the weapon out of Legion. And so that you have to start picking up other weapons in uh, the new expansion. Mm. So yeah, it's kind of a weird little cool thing, but once you get to it, we'll, we'll kind of run through it there, but yeah, uh, all it, in due time. Yeah, it's a nice little way they're going to do it. But it's nice because, like, even though the weapon's gone, all the skins that you unlocked for it throughout the expansion, you'll be able to transmog into later on. Anyway, okay. So. Yeah. So, it, it's good. Um, I do really like the new leveling system that they've added. It's great for me, too, because I also make bags for my character. That's one of my professions. So, once the new races come out, I'm going to be rolling in fucking dough because the people are going to be wanting to buy those bags. So, ha-ha! <laughs> ah, uh, yes. Capitalism. Yes, sir. Well, uh, I got transition if we can transition off that point. Yeah, go ahead. Well, so speaking of capitalism, NVIDIA is out there telling retailers to sell their cards to, gra to gamers, not cryptocurrency miners. I know. Have you seen some of these prices for graphics cards yeah, recently? Yeah, as someone who... I bought my, I think it's a 980 right before the 1080 got announced and felt stupid for a long time. And have looked into what it, like, what it would actually be to upgrade it or install a secondary card at that point. And like, yeah, uh -huh. it's it's like 400, 500 bucks for a 1080. To, or it's supposed to be 400 or 500 bucks for a 1080. Except now people are buying as many of them as they can. And then selling the crypto miners at like 1,500 bucks a piece. Which is more than a Titan X at that point. Oh, yeah. No, like if you go to a eBay listings, everything else. like. A 1080 that normally goes for like you said 500 600 bucks yeah. is going used for about 800 900 bucks. Used. It's stupid. Yeah. So it's going to here's the thing though. Nvidia can tell them like, "Hey, sell to gamers, not crypto miners," but there's no way to stop the retailers unless they actually put some consequences in place. But it's so hard to even manage that. Like, how are they going to know they're actually selling to gamers versus crypto miners? I mean, obviously, crypto miners will buy like six of them at a time, kind of thing. But like, 
How do you how do you police that? There's no way. It's just I don't like know. Those, it's it's I, an empty threat, unfortunately. Yes, but it's also interesting they're out there saying fucking stop it. Yeah. So Yeah. Uh, fucking A man. I got a seven eighty, which is kind of old and I'd like to upgrade it at some point, but I can't because I don't feel like dropping a grand for a fucking video card. If I can get a ten eighty, you can have my nine eighty. That I would I yes, please. <laughs> So, but or until I could then, slave it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I this whole cryptocurrency thing right now is just bizarre. Like, you can now buy pre-made kits. You just literally slot a 1080 into, and it becomes a mining rig. Like all the program is pre-installed and shit. At that point, yeah. Well, yeah, and then you have these farms, like, people set up little farms and all that stuff. Yeah. At that point, it just sits there, like... And, I mean, hey, more power to you for being, like, you know, into that thing. It's dumb enough, I have looked into, like, I have a house now, what would happen if I took, like, part of my garage and turned a wall into a crypto mining currency rig? It's not worth it, but, like, we live in a weird future where I'm kind of like, is it worth it? Yeah, I look forward to the future where we pay in everything in cryptocurrency. I don't. <laughs> I'm back when cryptocurrencies me? were like for drugs and buying people and like buying a pallet of gas masks, no weapons asked. I, you shouldn't spend cryptocurrency for not sketch things. Like that's not the point of cryptocurrency. Well, it, it is, but like that's not what I want cryptocurrency to be for. Like, stop ruining this wonderful thing that was just for crime. I don't know. I very much, I, I for one, look forward to, like, being able to go to, like, McDonald's or the store and being like, oh, that'll be uh, two Dogecoin, please. You're already at that point. Like, technically, like, there are places, like, you have to live in San Francisco for it, but, like, but at the same time, cryptocurrencies are so fucking unstable they can't pinpoint the exact price at time of sale sometimes, so you can't pay. Uh, Look, we've talked about this before. Well, I mean, you already have digital ways of paying, like, besides your credit card. No, I mean, like, in San Francisco, you can pay with straight-up Bitcoin at, like, bars and some coffee shops. Huh. Yeah, you can spend that at real places. Like, there's a couple places around my apartment that you can pay for shit. There's a restaurant that advertises we now accept Bitcoin. And yeah, but like there's a bunch of stories out there of people that tried to pay stuff with Bitcoin, but because that market is so in flux, they couldn't pinpoint a price at time of sale, so the transaction couldn't go through. Uh, Well, I mean, I don't know. I I think it's interesting. I don't know if I told you, but there's a gas station near, near me and they have a Bitcoin ATM. Yeah, same with me. That's fucking bizarre. That's how I got my Bitcoins. I sold a while back. Oh. I put $5 into the machine, bought $3 worth of Bitcoins, and sold them eventually. Oh. But yeah, so... That and also my boss is super fucking into cryptocurrency right now. Yeah. You work in the tech industry, though. Like, everyone whose boss is in the tech industry is like, oh, this is the future, man. Let's ruin it. (laughs) Let's ruin it. Let's get investment bankers involved. Nothing's ever been fucked up by those people. No. (laughs) 
let's get this weird uh, basically it's it's supposed let's, let's get a let's get a monetary system designed to free people from a world controlled by banks and investment bankers and like those types of regulations and practices and bring them in to fuck up the market that's what's going on Uh. But on a side note, SWS would like to announce its own official cryptocurrency, SWX <laughs> Bucks. You can buy one SWS Buck for $500. They are redeemable nowhere, and I will send you nothing of proof of sale. <laughs> but just know, you'll own one. It's the future. It's the future. Get in now. <laughs> just think. Someday, maybe you'll be able to pay for a thing of milk with an SWS buck. Won't you feel cool and futuristic then? <sighs> Except you won't because I'm obviously scamming you. Wait, what? I'm shocked. Yes. Speaking of things we are shocked about, let's talk about Destiny 2 for a little bit. I, I think it's officially safe to say that we can um, upgrade Destiny 2 to a division-level dumpster fire. Mm. I, As always with our dumpster fire ranking, the game is the game. Like We're not saying the game is bad. We're just saying it's kind of perpetually on fire in a dumpster right now, meaning maybe you shouldn't buy into it and or if you're having regrets about playing it, it's time to stop playing. What is finally elevated up to this level? Well, the um, faction wars are back or the faction rally is back. And with it, it came with a whole slew of new rules about how to get faction tokens that were in no way advertised. And that were all throttling of in-game progression. Really? They got rid of the old method? I haven't jumped into Destiny since we had the whole, like, since I just kind of feel disappointed by it. Yeah. Whole, so. Really? They got, they, how did they change it? Uh, so, I guess to break down the latest kind of controversy, and again, like, these are controversies found by the Reddit communities and streamers and YouTubers and stuff, but so... So it's top 10% or most active users or whatever you want to call it. So take it all the grain of salt. Basically what happened is the faction rally is upon us and people were doing the normal faction rally grinding techniques and something felt off. Apparently in this time around, there appeared to be some type of cooldown on the lost sector tokens. Uh-huh. And as always happens with these, as a result, players devised their own methods for testing and... Lo and behold, found that there was there was indeed a cooldown period on it. Protests, get angry with Bungie, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Bungie promises to look into it. A couple days later, Bungie says, we're sorry, and promises to be more transparent in the future, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. This happens every fucking time something changes in the game, it seems. Well, yeah. Th this has been happening since the fucking game release. Of yeah. Like, yep. like, I get the... I get the fix on the Lost Sector shit, which was technically a bug and they should have fixed it. It makes sense. But say it. Like, and I, I, don't, I honestly think they don't give a fuck about the game. I think it's more of a whole, like, we've already made it. Let's cash out as much as we can with it. 
and let's just add some content here and there. And like, if we find their bug, we'll take care of it later. Like the big fucking hiatus. They oh took no, during this the is an intentional change. Well, that's what I mean, though. Like, they, they don't say anything. This I isn't a bug. Just... No, no. This is they were trying to change what was going on. Like, the reality is they've designed systems that are highly exploitable, and then they make changes to stop those systems and then don't say, hey, we did this. It's That's not the... The changes aren't the issue people are having. It's the fact that they're trying to stealth them in. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Like, the lack of communication or just the lack of, like, showing that there's an actual care i guess that I, I like i said earlier fixing the bug is perfectly valid that, that, that that's what you yeah. should do but like you know say something like that's the thing community like that part of the reason pokemon go took such a shit for a while was because they had no like they had nothing in terms of hearing what's going on with the game from any kind of community manager it was fucking silent so like it, it i feel like it's this thing and it's just kind of the attitude of like well yeah we were, we were gonna tell you we changed it but Sorry, we'll be better about it next time, and kind of go from there, you know that kind of stuff. It's it's not like, oh, uh, yeah, like well, I guess I'm, I'm referring to the attitude like the bug during the holidays with the Void Walkers. They're like, yeah, we the thing. We'll we'll take care of it after the holidays. Like it's just that attitude of like not really caring. I guess is my issue. That's what it feels like behind the whole lack of communication and everything else. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. I hope I I can explain that where I was getting my. No, it's but. you're not wrong. Like it's, I, yeah. Like and I, I guess kind of at the same time you now have a, a, again like all the issues we're talking about are from a people that probably play more video games than we should perspective. And in my case, as a Destiny One player, we went through this shit already on the previous game. Like. All the stuff we keep running into has this weird feeling of, hey, didn't we fix this already? Like, why are we having the exact same issue on the sequel? Mm. Well, so, okay. and kind of uh, on the heels of this, and it's, I'm sure it's kind of maybe not driven by this, but kind of part of the building up to this, and this may be a final straw for some people or something. You've had a mass exodus over the last week or so of people who make content for Destiny on YouTube and Twitch. Like, uh, uh, Dotto got out there and officially said, hey, I'm not sure I can continue to make reliable content for this. Um, my name is Biff, a kind of a lore guy has been out there saying that. And it, it's been interesting because you have a lot of YouTubers out there now that they have active channels, but they really have tagged them. They've latched on to Destiny, and that's their main bread and butter. Like, they... They'll have they'll post a Destiny video. We'll get like a well, get some in the tens of thousands to hundreds of thousands, and then they'll post a not Destiny video, and it gets a couple thousand. Like they are really Destiny focused, scrambling mm -hmm. to try and figure out now how to transition into something new. It, it's very interesting to watch, and they're very publicly kind of going out with a bang. Yeah, well, I mean, it it is difficult. I've seen like there are a couple of like streamers that I've. I followed like uh, uh, Kirkarian, I think I can't remember how to pronounce his name, but um, he did a lot of Diablo stuff for a while. But he also played WoW. But it was mainly I known him from the Diablo stuff, and then he kind of moved on the Hearthstone. But he was able to like carry his audience, I guess. But then again, that's all under the same Blizzard wing, yeah. So, to speak. I, so it's easier then. But yeah, we're not here to I talk mean, about kind of the practices of streamers, not yet anyway. But yeah, yeah, like it's been an interesting week of 
essentially lots of people suddenly realizing maybe I have to go find a new job. Yeah. Well, that's destiny for you. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, I it's I, I think we've been a long time coming for this at this point in some sad ways. Like it's I uh-huh. I I've openly said like the worst part of the Destiny community community is the content creators because they're trying to milk something that was pretty dry to begin with, and I I, I don't Here's the issue. There's something beneficial about a large, about a vocal group holding someone accountable, but at the same time, a lot of the accountability stuff they were pushing for was aimed at stuff they, as a group, wanted as opposed to what really benefited a larger group of gamers. And, like, don't get me wrong, a lot of these changes have not been good for anyone, but, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm actually kind of wondering if a time period without all the scrutiny might help the game, but at the same time, like, Bungie keeps acting they don't give a fuck what other people think, so who knows if that'll matter at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. We will continue to talk about Destiny as we did about The Division, as it continues to be a dumpster fire, so, yeah. But, I guess, continuing in the vein of people that do not give a fuck, apparently... We have Nintendo with the Nintendo Labo. I saw that. I thought that was fucking great. Uh, so for those guys what the Nintendo Labo is, Nintendo had a kind of Nintendo Directy style thing announcing the Nintendo Labo, which is a bunch of cardboard peripherals for the Switch. And <laughs> on one hand... It's kind of cool. So you can buy little kits that I'm assuming have games that go with them or they showed games that go with them. And like you pop stuff out and like you'll have now a cardboard motorcycle control or like a fishing rod or something. And you slot the Joy-Cons into it and that either provides functionality or in one case it's got like little legs off the bottom. You can make a walking robot because the Joy-Cons will vibrate, causing it to move. I, it's so fucking weird. And I, I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> it's cardboard. It's straight-up cardboard, meaning, like, if you had a laser cutter and access to this shit, you uh-huh. could make them. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. They, you can print out cardboard kit stuff, too. Like, I've yeah. seen it. Like, I don't know if you saw the one. They get pretty complex, too. Like, they have one that's, like, a backpack thing you put on. And you get like, got, like fist, and then you're like in a boxing esque kind of game thing. Like, yeah, there's some shit. And I have to say, it. I think I don't know who I, I was listening to. Uh, it was it was a Philip DeFranco thing, and he talks about how it's interesting how Nintendo always does their own thing, and it's like you have everyone over here, like Xbox and PS4, is like, hey, 4K, you know, 60 resolution, or not 60, you know, FPS, whatever, all that stuff. And then Nintendo's like, hey, kids, here's a fucking cardboard box. Go have fun with that. Like, Nintendo's always kind of done their own thing anyway. And yeah, I, and uh, I, I think it's really fucking cool to be honest. It's it's cheese like it's just weird and it's in a really like adorable way, I guess. I don't know what I think of it. Like it's not it, it is interesting. Like it's the idea of what they're going for is kind of cool in my book. 
But at the same time, like, this is so... Who the fuck is this for? Exactly, but I, I think it's fucking hilarious. I, I I can't even be mad at it. Nintendo is just like, you know what? We're, we're gonna do our own fucking thing. And people are like, what, what the... Cardboard boxes? But somehow... I think it's still going to kind of catch on. I don't know. Nintendo is just... I, Nintendo's in this really weird, special way. Yeah, I... Again, I'll say it again. Like, it's the... I, 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 I'm not still convinced the Switch has the longevity everyone else does. Like, and this is, again, really fucking cool. But also, like, equally as weird as the reality of what the Switch is. So, again, like, take everything I say with a mild grain of salt. So, I, I just... It's like... I get this is for like those nerd that this is for nerd kids like me growing up that were like, oh, it's like some inactivity, but at the same time, it's cardboard, which is kind of because <laughs> you can like now sell peripherals you have to put together and like they're stylized and interesting. And when you get rid of them, you won't like feel bad buying them again. Because I, if, if you can buy a pack of these fuckers, like replacement ones or something. For like five bucks, I think I'm in. It's I can't help shake the feeling that there's probably some Nintendo of like, oh, it's thirty dollars. <laughs> That's the I bullshit don't even know point. The, have they released any pricing information? I, don't, I, haven't, I haven't seen any. any, but I also haven't been looking maybe as hard as I should have been. I let me this Google quick. Fucking Nintendo with the best troll. Like it's. I, you know what? I can't even fucking be mad about it. Like, it's so like, hey, kids, go play with cardboard. Like, okay, yeah. So, um. Okay, here we go. It's on BestBuy.com. Uh, oh, God. The Nintendo Labo Variety Kit. So, the piano, the walker thing, the motorcycle, the fishing rod. That comes in at fucking 70 bucks. Ooh. I'm assuming it comes with a game, which makes it a little bit better. But the robot kit comes in at 80 or uh, for total transparency, sixty nine ninety nine and seventy nine ninety nine, respectfully. But I don't know. That feels like a lot of fucking money. Yeah, it's a little up there. But it's Nintendo. They have that same like audience strength and power that Apple does, where people will buy their shit. We've talked. I've talked about that before, and I think we've discussed it in length about how there's always a sector of people who follow Nintendo that will stick with it. And I think this is one of those things that'll be kind of interesting enough that, like, yeah, I mean, sure. Nintendo's always done really weird, interesting shit. I mean, you had like the Wii Fit stuff and all that, so they're always kind of, and excuse my pun here, a little more out of the box. Yes, that pun is never more appropriate. Like, so here's the issue. <laughs> I run a YouTube channel. We have a YouTube channel. We're going to buy these because what the <laughs> fuck? Oh, this is going to be so good. Yeah, but it's also kind of me being like, what the fuck? No, seriously. What the fuck? Yeah. Oh, it's fucking glorious. I love it. Yeah, it... According to Amazon, it comes out April 20th, so we will have a nice new big studio hopefully by then to play with the Nintendo Labo by then. But seriously, what the fuck? Can I just say, Nintendo is purposely fucking with people now because they're releasing it on 
420? Really? Oh, I think that's intentional. Like, this is some oh. stoner-ass motherfucker technology. Like, hey, 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 yeah? You want to be a robot? I can be a robot? Yeah, bro. Oh, it, God damn it. Like, Nintendo, whoever is working in the marketing stuff now, well, not marketing, because Nintendo's kind of weird about marketing, but um, uh, whoever's working on some of their ideas is a fucking genius. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. I'm not... I, we will get this, we will build these, we will play with them, and we will pass judgment, and... Yeah, I. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's. I I guess to a certain extent, this is so out of left field. You gotta respect it some. Yeah. No. Absolutely. I I absolutely respect where they're uh where they're going with this. Like, I kudos to fucking Nintendo, man. Yeah. I. I can't even fucking be mad. <laughs> I, arts and crafts, now a physical part of video games, literally. Uh, yeah, I, but uh, coming off that heartwarming segment, uh, got our last bit of news before we jump into our main topic this week, which um, is the realities of esports are coming to Overwatch, and that's, it's a bunch of gamers, and gamers are shitty. You want to take this one, Alex? Sure. So, obviously, with the Overwatch League, everything has been going on recently. They've been playing. We had our formal, I think, is it our first formal suspension? Of the season. Uh, there was some stuff prior with, like, um, some players helping people, like, boost accounts or something. Oh, okay. Well, like, actual in the season, yeah. So, uh, a player known as uh, XQC, uh, also... Felix, is this his real name, has been suspended for four games and fined $2,000 for violating the Overwatch League Code of Conduct. So, uh, it looks like he was just kind of streaming on his own thing or, or whatever, um, and he made a comment regarding, uh, well, I guess there was a, recently the Dallas Fuel played, uh, I believe it was the Houston Outlaws, and Houston Outlaws 4-0 Dallas. Uh, and I guess during afterwards, there, there's a, I guess a slang or something that the guy who I can't remember his name. Let me find his name real quick. Uh, Muma, I think his name is. He said that it, they had ended up uh, smoking them. I guess rolled and smoked them, which is kind of his thing that he says during the official Overwatch stream. And uh, looks like this one player XQC was kind of mad, and he made a very uh, homophobic comment on his stream. Uh, for those of you who don't know, the player uh, Muma is actually oh one of the. I think he's the first openly gay player when it comes to like Overwatch or anything like that. He's he's very open and very honest about the fact that he is gay. And so this guy made a very homophobic comment. Um so the the Dallas team decided to take this with their reaction and uh yeah, he's been suspended. The guy who uh I guess Muma, his name is Austin, uh kind of said that, you know, he had some choice words to reply back saying like, "Well, you know, the, the comment doesn't actually bother me that much. But he did also say, you know, you're not really going to take much shit from a guy who can't even get off the bench. And is also a homophobic piece of garbage to quote. So, yeah. Uh, 
gamers often, and it, it's obviously in the heat of the moment stuff, but yeah, people say this shit, and it's not right. Especially now that you're in the public spotlight. But I guess this is one of those things that just gamers are going to have to get rid of as a habit, because it's, it, it is pretty fucking bad sometimes. Like, it gets really gnarly, and it's, it's not good, not fair. And I'm glad they're they're coming down on it, like, immediately, like, hey, yeah, it's a good response. Right. It's an absolute great response. Immediately fined and suspended for four games. So, as it should be. Like, there shouldn't be a pass for this kind of shit. Like, if it happens in professional sports, it shouldn't it shouldn't fly here. And it's it, actually kind of weird that esports, or I guess the Overwatch League, is dealing with this more severely than the real sports teams do. This is true. This is this is very true. Because I mean, you can run a dogfighting ring and get suspended for a while. Yeah. <laughs> but you go to, you know. he went to jail, but he's still back playing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, well, this guy's—he's only suspended. He's not banned from the league, so he's suspended for four games and was fined. Yeah. So, kudos to Dallas Fuel because I guess they had their rep uh, reach out and say something as well, and was like, "No, like this isn't fucking cool." So he he has been suspended and fined. And I'm glad the Overwatch League, you know, put their foot down on this because this is not—you're you're trying to grow a new like atmosphere and a league and this and that and you know if you if you create the the environment that it's okay to make like homophobic or you know slanderous things like that like it's it, it, it's not good for everything as a whole it's not because it just encourages shitty behavior yeah so kudos to them for coming down on this so We'll see what it looks like in the future. I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing about the first ever dogfighting ring that some guy in Overwatch runs, but we'll see how they handle that. It'll be a Nintendo dogfighting ring, so it'll be a little bit better than it could be, but it'll still <laughs> go over badly. I look forward to hearing about the Fight Club with the Nintendo Labo between two players at some point. You some mean undergrad- our Fight Club we're going to build in my garage? <laughs> ah, damn it. Well, luckily we don't play for the Overwatch League. But... We're bringing back 1-2 Switch rules. Oh, great. If that's possible, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm I'm glad. Uh, I, I'm glad this is like a thing, you know. Like, it's good. Yeah. Uh, I I do have to say that I was reading some stuff that somebody, some of the tweets about the whole thing. Somebody had said that he shouldn't get a pass for making derogatory comments to the only opening gay player in the Overwatch League. And I guess some guy had replied and was like, "This, uh." He likes to believe that when pro players say something dumb, they're making foolish, hardy mistakes rather than being intentionally malicious. Young people in the spotlights will make mistakes and learn. Which, I mean, I get if they're young, nah, but he's... this dude's fucking 25. Yeah, I... No. no, he shouldn't get a pass. No, not at all. Not when you're fucking 25. Fuck that. You shouldn't get a pass, period. Like, your age does not matter if you're a piece of shit. Yeah, and to try to be like, oh, well, he's young. That's how you have this atmosphere. You only of, like, learn when do... someone curb stomps you a little bit. Yeah, so I'm glad that they're they're coming down on it. But yeah, age should not be an excuse for saying this kind yeah. of shit. So, yeah, and I mean, even if you were trying to use that excuse, the dude's 25. He's been on this planet long enough to know you don't say things like that, and it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so I, I guess using that as our jumping off point to our main topic this week of me going into full devil's advocate mode now, I think, because I kind of have to on this one. Welcome to our main topic. 
AKA <laughs> the culmination of all of the YouTube shitstorm shit that's been building for all of 2017, finally coming to a head in 2018. Right off the bat, uh, how it will affect something with the studios, a recap of kind of what the fuck's going on, and just uh, me and Alex's general reactions to it, because, oh, I, we have found ourselves in truly a bizarre situation that I think those of us that aren't dumb saw this coming, but at the same time, a certain level of me is like, how the fuck did we get here? This is a place to be. You, you want to start us off, Alex? <laughs> So, YouTube recently had a situation with one of their premier uh, members, I guess you could Let's say. Let's call him by community. name. Fucking Logan Paul did Logan, Logan Paul ass shit, and finally yeah. someone took real offense to it. Uh, to catch, so, look, to catch so you it, up on the saga of Logan Paul, Logan Paul rented a place in a part of Los Angeles and proceeded to get kicked out from his neighbors. He was that much of an asshole. Yeah. It, have you seen some of the videos following up that He's stuff? A like piece of shit. Well, yeah. I mean, okay. So earlier this year at VidCon, he did this thing where he hid like $5,000 somewhere in like the Anaheim Convention Center and just told everyone, hey, I hid a bunch of money here. Good luck. And like it turned into a fucking shitstorm, first of all, with that. And then later on, like they told him, not, like they have rules for like having people who obviously are big content creators that have yeah. huge fucking followings. Like, there's security thing protocols to follow. There's a reason celebrities don't, just don't openly walk around places like Comic-Con. Yeah. It's because it, they're, they're crowd issues and safety. It'll create a problem. Yeah. This fucker decided to run around with his camera and just run around all over the fucking place, causing this huge, like, crazy security situation. And a safety issue because anyone could have easily been fucking trampled to death. Like, that's the level of crazy. And, like, it, it's just insane. This guy's, he's been kind of a shitty person in general. And I think it's I think he has that like Justin Bieber syndrome in a way where like he's young enough and he got popular really quick and no one really told quick. him like I don't I don't yeah. think a YouTuber's risen that fast. Well, the thing is, he had such a huge following from Vine, so it's not like it happened overnight. That dude yeah, had a but big YouTube following fame prior. and Vine fame are a little different. Vine is in some ways the place for his type of idiocy because it's short and contained. YouTube, you can just go. Yeah, well, he had a he had more than seven seconds to do dumb shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he's carried on his fame, but he's blown up. I think he's like the fastest growing channel on YouTube. Yeah. So he's got millions of subscribers. He's got a fan base that is totally like in love with this guy. Like they, they it's almost like cult like in a scary way because the followers are fucking hard, and like so he's got this big backing, tons of money, you know, at a young age. And so he uh, he goes on a trip to uh, to Japan and decides to think it's a good idea to go record in what's I can't remember the name of the forest. It's the but suicide it's no, forest. It well, it has an actual name, yes. but the nickname for it is the suicide forest because for those of you who don't know, um, I guess uh, suicide and something along for those, those lines. For those unaware very, of this, Japan has an exceedingly high suicide rate, and given the kind of cultural norms of Japan. It often drives people to commit suicide in more isolated locations. And for some bizarre reason, this forest is very popular for it. And as a result, it's not uncommon to, when hiking in the forest, find a dead body. It's not super common, but uh, there are some estimates around the number of people that have perished in it being 
kind of scary high. Yeah. Well, it, it, it's because it's uh, from what I was hearing, and I, I correct me if I'm wrong, it's just that the way death is handled out there culturally, yeah. it's, they're very private, yes. and that's what it is. So that's why they go to a forest that's like secluded to kind of just go out privately and those kind of things, which is, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a culture thing. Yeah. So, like, so this dude. So I don't know if you saw the videos while he was in Japan in the first place I wouldn't before the, the Suicide Force videos. I caught videos. the recaps. I caught other people talking about them. I yeah. I refuse to watch Logan Paul videos. No, and that's fine. Like I would, I wouldn't even watch them to give them the views. But like I'm, I'm hearing about stuff that's going on with it. He was being like, so he talks about the respect and like Japan is very much about respect and all that stuff. And then proceeds to run around like a fucking maniac in a kimono and shit like that. And then he dresses up as a Pikachu and throws Pokeballs at like policemen I... and everything else. And Dumb then like, shit. yeah, I, I, was it? Uh, I think it was the H three podcast or, or, or YouTube did they, they did a thing where they actually show a clip where they go. So there's the wishing well kind of little fountain thing they have set up, and people go there and it's very like quiet and somber because it's actually like at a temple or something, and they throw like a coin in there for you know to make a wish and this and that. This dude like hookshot Kobe's a bunch of fucking coins into the well while people are there like. He's just absolutely disrespectful, um, you know, for a guy who was like, you know, they're all about respect here and this and that, and to be an asshole. And then to top it all fucking off, Logan Paul decides to think it's a great fucking idea to go to the suicide forest and record a blog and then, like, finds a dead body and decides to, like, record it, puts it in the fucking thumbnail of his video, but so, like, that's the, that's the stupid shit. He didn't censor the thumbnail, but he censored the body in the fucking video. So this dude essentially goes to the forest, records it, and then it's like all shocked, like, oh, we found a dead body. And then, like, decides to somehow tie it in into, like, some sort of mental illness spiel that, like, oh, hey, maybe this just raises awareness about mental illness. Like, no, you don't go to a fucking suicide forest not expecting to find a body and then try to claim mental illness awareness. No, it's, it's fucking stupid. Maybe just don't show dead bodies on YouTube, period. Especially if you're a content creator who's famous for blogs and, like, dumbass jackassery. You're probably not going to handle it correctly. No. And, like, he, he, like, tries to be, like, I guess somber about it, but then he makes stupid fucking jokes while he's there in the video yep. and all this other stuff. Like, you don't... Uh, like, it, you it, don't... It, Sorry, go ahead. I cut you off. The I'm entire video is classic Logan Paul. Like, and it's... Yeah, it's one of those things where it's the we're spending a lot of time talking about him. That's not my intent in some ways, but basically, it's one of these things where it's it's a completely oblivious video to any social norms, any kind of common decency or anything along those lines. Like it's it is behavior that in the U.S. would get your ass kicked, and he's rewarded for it via views and money as a result of it, which is kind of to take it real psychological for a second is a Pavlovian indicator that this is the correct thing to do. And that's everything he's ever done. Like all of his content for the most part is at someone else's expense in some way. Like he's none of his stuff is necessarily positive and it's all that like fucking prank culture and all that bullshit. And the issue is a lot of those videos are fake. Logan Paul's just an asshole. Like there's there's really fun footage, uh, vid uh, video footage out there from like when news reporters showed up at his house when the people were trying to kick him out of the neighborhood they were living in, of him just pulling YouTube bullshit and hightailing it out of space and just, it's like, what the shit is wrong with you? 
if this was a persona, that'd be one thing, but this genuinely seems to be who you are. Yeah, no, it, he's, he's, it's such a shit move. And like, here's the thing, YouTube doesn't fucking help in this situation at first. Like, this video made it to top 10 trending. The guy made money off YouTube. it, in theory. Yes! Like, so, the video comes out, and there's a lot of backlash on people. Instantaneous like they, backlash, yeah. too. Like, And this is one of those rare situations on the internet where, like, with all the PewDiePie bullshit, all of the other streamer bullshit we've had over the years, where it's like, oh, it was the heat of the moment, it's gamers, they're young, it's a different culture, blah, 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 he didn't mean it. This is one of those few times where, like, there's really no fucking defense for it. No, well, that's the and crazy no one's even shit, trying. Though. No, no, that's the thing. People are trying to defend. Oh, I missed all that shit. All the Logan, the, the Logang people are like, so what? You know, it's not a big Sorry, deal. Yeah, I this guess like from a fan, uh, excluding fanboys, because I don't think they're part of a general conversation. Like they're gonna go lemming style to whatever the to whatever horse they're hitched to, kind of thing. And all the other ones you kind of had, like, people trying to play both sides of the fence that didn't have a stake in this one, remove yeah. the Logan Paul fanboys from this equation. No, people were fucking mad. Yeah. Like, it was ridiculous. And YouTube didn't do anything about it at first. It was up for hours. It had a couple million views. And here's... Oh, I'm going to include the, the, the fan people in the situation. That video had several hundred thousand likes before it was taken down, not by YouTube... By Logan Paul himself. Yep. Like, that's the thing. YouTube didn't do anything about it. Like, YouTube knows this guy put up a fucking video. He's one of their biggest content creators currently. And somehow was like, dead body, guess we fucking missed it. And, like, it's ridiculous. So, he finally takes the video down. To put in perspective how prominent Logan Paul is in YouTube stuff, he has a prominent spot, like a... Not just a cameo shot, but like a prominent part of the YouTube 2017 rewind part thing. Oh yeah, him and his brother. Yeah, who's equally they a show, shithead. Who who shows up several? They both show up several times in the video. They're like they're they have more cameo spots in that video than anyone else. They're both sucky though too. Yeah, no, they're at, they're they're both pretty shitty. Um, but yeah, so this this whole all this stuff happens. He takes the video down. And then, like, puts out this shitty fucking apology. That wasn't a video. It was, like, a, a message it tweeted out or something like that. Where, so, just let me just give you some of the highlights of what he had said. He's like, you know, I never meant to. I didn't do this for the views. I get views. Like, what? No, the, you're trying to apologize here. And you say, like, well, I didn't do it for the views, okay? Because I get views. Like, no, that's not how you approach a fucking apology, asshole. Like, and it just, and there are so many people who came out in criticism. In particular, I'll bring up one in particular. Her name is Raina Scully, I believe her name is. That's her. That's her game handle. Listen, that she's actually, uh, I believe she's Japanese American, uh, but I know she definitely has heritage and, and ties to Japan. Talking about how this was really disrespectful. Didn't go off on a weird tangent like we are in terms of being aggressive about it. She actually came out with like pretty valid points. And like again, the low gang people went and racially attacked her. They talked all sorts of shit. Like, it was this crazy, like, thing. Like, no, like, it, it, it's it's this atmosphere breeded from, like, shitty people on the internet watching shitty people on the internet. 
And yeah, it, it, it was, I don't know if you saw that stuff, but it was fucking heinous. Yeah, I followed as much as like, oh, Logan Paul did something bad. How? Oh, that's real bad. Oh, God. Yeah. So uh, then he issues, issues out, I guess, another apology and kind of disappears from the spotlight for a while recently. And so then YouTube puts out this, uh, you know what? It, it, YouTube has some really interesting moments sometimes, but they put out this press release. Like, well, we so did what let's we... take a step in to rewind and recap YouTube through all of 2017. Like, minus the star power and stuff like that. The, the first major controversy of 2017, courtesy of PewDiePie, caused the start of what many people call the adpocalypse. Basically, someone finally drew attention to the fact that YouTube is in really, really not policing any of the content in its videos, especially the stuff it puts ads in front of. Meaning, and as we've talked many times on the podcast about the idea that a brand might have serious objection to content they were in front of. Like using our John Wick and the Coke can example again, it's okay if John Wick drinks a cool refreshing can of Coke, but he can't murder someone with it, and it can't be in the background shot with a body, but like he can get straight done murderizing some people and then imp- and then drink one. We had a I think if we have a podcast, we go into lots of detail about this. I'm not going to rehash it now, but the basis of brands care about what they're in front of. And as a result, you had lots of YouTube accounts becoming generating less revenue because they were advertisers were pulling ad revenue and their ads off YouTube. It hit gamers especially hard because they were getting blanket statements for violence. And on top of that, you had ad companies saying, Wait, what video games are you have? Oh, Call of Duty? We don't want to be associated with that shit. And yeah. that led to kind of the first revamping of the system, which was you had to have 10,000 views to monetize, and PewDiePie was dropped from his YouTube Red series, but he's still on YouTube and still making money and still... Uh, he may have lost his kind of like premium spot, but it doesn't matter at this point. He's still one of the highest subscribed to channels. And as we've talked about in numerous podcasts, it kept going. Like, it, every time he'd maybe try and attempt to be better, he'd do something equally shitty, or his fans would be out there attacking the journalists that were tra- following up on this. Like, it's, again, this is not one of those things where it's like, there aren't facts to debate here. There are YouTube videos, or were YouTube videos, that had ads in front of racist shit, homophobic shit, stuff that maybe even YouTube doesn't actually want on YouTube. Like, We've covered in a couple times my ongoing frustration with YouTube channels that are just them cutting chunks of Family Guy and American Dad and like Rick and Morty and doing something like just spinning the frames 180 degrees so the algorithm can't find it with ads in front of them and like thousands of views, meaning someone's making money just reposting shit. Yeah. So that dragged on through all of 2017. And, uh, Every single time YouTube changed something, it was bad. We, um, SWS itself, had a variety of videos demonetized because of, quote, violence. And then when I tried to appeal those videos, the definition of violence was so broad, it was kind of like, this wasn't even a violent game, but okay. Which, <sighs> which leads us to now. Sorry to cut in, Alex. I thought it was worth rehashing our whole journey to this point. The latest... YouTube press statement. Oh, no, that's perfectly fine. Not a problem at all. Um, but yeah, so point being, uh, 
YouTube put out this like really weird pest release talking about how they're absolutely disappointed in this and that. And th one of the things that people commented on is they said they took the appropriate actions, but they didn't at first. Logan was, Paul is still it, on YouTube. No, 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 not even that. Logan Paul's the one who took down the video. Yeah. YouTube did not take down that video. So for them to claim that they took the appropriate actions with the video is fucking bullshit. And people called them out on that. Saying that, like, no, you didn't take any appropriate action at that point in time because it wasn't you guys who took down the fucking video. It was Logan Paul himself after he got a lot of fucking backlash on that. So you can tell I get in my upset mode because I start swearing a lot when I talk. Um, but yeah, so this whole thing happens. And then later on, they, that's when they talk about they, they got they. So as of right now, uh, they, I guess they, they kind of released a, an update to that. And they said they've officially uh, they've put they removed. I forget. He has a YouTube. Oh, they canceled his movie. His YouTube Red series is now on standby. Oh, Should so be canceled, it's, it's, but eh. yeah. And he's been officially removed from the uh, YouTube, I guess, Google premiere ad group because uh so if you're a big content creator and all that stuff youtube has this like very premier high like high royalty-esque kind of like you get better uh, ads better ad stuff pretty much yeah so he's been officially removed from that but not all ads support fall together though just the premium stuff just the premium stuff so his youtube channel is still there still uh, making the, money yep and so like this stuff is what's kind of what's going on right now. Well, not making anywhere near as much because the premiere stuff paid really well, but now it's kind of really dropped off because of this whole thing. But the he's dude's still gonna still be making fucking YouTube. money. Well, yeah, because he also has his merch market. Which, by the way, if you own any merchandise from Logan Paul, I probably equate you to like the assholes who wear Affliction and other shit like that. So, no, no, Affliction fans look down on Logan Paul fans. <laughs> <laughs> At least affliction stands for something, or it did. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, they 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 were, they, they canceled his movie. Uh, his red tip, YouTube red stuff is on, like basically on pause, and they removed him for premiere. The dude's still on YouTube. Still, his videos are still viewable on YouTube. Yes, absolutely. He's, he's still monetized on YouTube. Yeah. So then, a couple days later. YouTube releases releases I guess a new set of rules for the uh, the the whole you know but content creators on YouTube and this and that which by the way I just kind of give you a scenario here um, Logan Paul these are the consequences he got right he removed the video YouTube didn't actually remove the video themselves uh, still on YouTube still making you know still has views coming in there's a YouTube content creator who made a parody video about like hey. If you want to get views, let me let's do the Logan Paul method where he shows up like a fake dead body, this whole thing. Like he does this whole thing, like I guess they're like blood with ketchup, this and that. Does all this stuff, right? It's a parody video. YouTube immediately takes the video down and gives him a content strike on his channel. This guy does a fucking parody video and YouTube brings the hammer He's down on that way shit. fucking harder. Than they did to the guy who actually showed a real fucking video on their channel. A guy who's in perpetual trouble, too. Yeah. Like, what? why? Like, I, what? I don't get it. Like, 
And I guess they've also been coming down and trying to take down other videos related to the whole Logan Paul thing. Oh, yeah, I no. If you, want, if you want to have a real fun uh, afternoon, put a video that you tag with Logan Paul stuff trashing Logan Paul. Yeah. And so it's just, it's amazing to me that, like, YouTube is going really fucking hard on it, but not on the guy who actually caused the drama of the situation. I mean, granted, I get the whole, like, okay, so they did remove all the stuff where he make like, he has... YouTube Red and this and that. But the guy who makes a fucking parody of it gets a content strike on his account and Logan Paul doesn't get any of that? Are you fucking kidding me? Like, you, YouTube has this whole thing ass backwards, but it also comes down to the fact that he's a big he's a big draw for YouTube. So, you know, in a way, and I guess that's one of the things people are accusing him of, is like, are accusing YouTube of, is like, he's a cash cow to them. So they're not going to, like, remove him. They're going to just kind of let him die down for a while and then probably try to bring him back up at some point. All... The reality is, and this is kind of where Charlie plays his devil's advocate thing. This is where I go, I do not agree with Logan Paul. And we're going to get to more YouTube scumbaggery in a couple minutes as well as on this train. From a purely business standpoint, there's a lot of logic behind YouTube not kicking PewDiePie, the, the PewDiePies and Logan Paul's off their platform because they're bringing in money yeah, and it's shitty, but here's the reality. YouTube is owned by Google and Google at the end of the day cares about money. Yeah. And, and, the, the, and then it, yeah. it makes sense. Like I get it, but like, don't, don't like have your guy who's your big cash cow. And then like, be like, well, we're taking steps to make sure this kind of stuff isn't a lot of this and that, and then a guy who makes a parody gets fucking strike, struck down with the hammer of Thor, so to speak, compared to, like, Logan Paul. It's, yeah. it's very, very hypocritical. Yeah. Well, so, and th so, that then kind of leads to, like, all of this doesn't necessarily affect you or I or SWS all that much. It's shitty, it's in the background, it's the clashing of gods, and demons whatever kind of thing and we're down in our field slaving away trying to grow our youtube channel and that but as often does in these situations the spillover has finally happened and the spillover is sucky and that's kind of actually our main topic this week um did you get an email from google or youtube alex or to just me uh i think you might have just gotten one i don't think my stuff qualified for money I, I i used to be able to monetize stuff and then that was gone a while ago when they first apocalypse stuff started so uh, as the um as the manager and owner or whatever you want to call me of something wicked studios and uh man versus box the other youtube channel i ran a long time ago and a couple other things that all qualified for monetization and had enough views and all that jazz to get stuff. I received two emails of the exact same nature from YouTube, basically informing me that um, because my channel did not have a thousand subscribers and what's it, 30 or 40,000 views in the last month, I would be losing access to the um, partner program and as a result, monetization. Mm -hmm. SWS has been going on long enough that there was once a time where anyone could join that program and it wasn't totally clear what was part of that program anymore. So for a couple of days, I wasn't totally sure what the future of SWS was going to be because I was pretty sure we were going to lose access to dumb shit like custom thumbnails. 
We're yeah. not. We're going to keep able to do that stuff. But as a result, we are no longer capable of monetizing anything, which, again, we were making no money in the first place, so it doesn't really matter all that much. But we are essentially being punished for absolutely nothing and the fact that YouTube has, got, has basically said, we can't do algorithms anymore. We have to go manual with people. And the only way to do that is to cut down on the number of people that are monetized, which again, devil's advocate, Charlie, makes sense. But the fact that the people that have caused all this shit are still on YouTube and still making money is bullshit. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I know you're going to play devil's advocate because on the other side, you know, it, it's there. That's the thing. <laughs> But yeah, like now, like this, all the changes they've made that it sounds like hurt the up and coming growing channel. Well, so, and it's going beyond that. Like it's the every time YouTube has made like a, as the person who handles the most of the kind of back end of YouTube bullshit that we do, every time YouTube makes this new system or tries a new thing to encourage growth, what they really do is make a system that encourages the growth of already established things, discovery, curation, all that jazz is horrible on YouTube. And mm -hmm. as a small YouTuber, this is when I kind of throw out there, if you like our podcast, go check out our videos. Every subscription really does matter a lot. Like it's the, if you've ever watched a video and like liked some other content, subscribe to that YouTube channel. Even if you only watch like one or two things of theirs a month, like at least put a like. All that stuff on the smaller stuff really fucking matters because it's a law of averages at that point. Like again, it's, it's, I don't like begging people at the end of all of our videos to like and subscribe, but you have to because it's a tipping point. Like if the people hit the hardest by this system are actually the DIY video channels that have tens of thousands of millions of views occasionally, but uh -huh. you're not going to subscribe to that shit because why would you bother? You just want to see the video. Like if, if there's a DIYer out there, you like his stuff or her stuff. Go fucking subscribe to keep them going. They deserve it in so many more ways than anyone else on YouTube does. They're a purely view-driven platform. Yeah. Like, in so many bizarre ways, YouTube has finally found a way to make it really hard to in any way, shape, or form try and rise up through YouTube because the threshold to get above a certain point is shitty now. And it gets like, oh, it's just a thousand at, it's just a thousand subscribers and just 4,000 views in a month. That's a lot for small channels. Like with, with how bad discovery is, I think I, I when we, when this whole, all this shit broke, I texted Jeff and Alex saying like, so I'm thinking about just buying us a thousand subscribers at this point. Cause that's kind of where we're at in some weird ways. SWS grows incredibly slowly, but at the same time, they have now made it. So nothing below a thousand, a thousand subscribers in many ways matters at all mm -hmm. which is really demoralizing yeah uh, it, it's just shit yeah because like it it, it feels like they kind of just did this or this whole thing happened and it happened to be like a perfect excuse to kind of do this and like because I, I think it's reaching a point that there are so many content creators also on YouTube that they want to find a way to make sure not everybody's having it. They're not dealing with everybody getting some sort of ad revenue stuff. Oh, no. We have... There are... There are too many creators on YouTube. There is too much really bad content on YouTube. Like,
there there is so so much stuff on YouTube that uh, on one hand I'm not sure I necessarily totally object to the situation we're now in. Like it makes sense to really cull this herd. The issue is we're not culling this herd because of good reasons. We're culling it because YouTube is finally thick of essentially getting slammed every couple months because their top creators are, well, making them look real bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh. And like, and here's the sadness out there. Like, for every PewDiePie or Logan Paul, there you have like a Jack Septic guy who's. Don't get me wrong; they've had their pro- he's had his problems, but. You know, he's getting called out a lot less than a lot of these people who are bigger than he is that, yeah. Not everyone's fucking up all the time. It seems to be a specific group. Mm -hmm. Hell, we have not posted stuff because one of us said something and didn't mean it, and I was like, no, we're just not posting that anymore. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah, I... It's not hard. Like that's that. That's the thing. Like it's the, it's not hard to be a basically decent human being, and in some in really bizarre ways, YouTube goes out of its way to reward people for not doing that. At least that's what it feels like occasionally. Yeah, I don't know. It's YouTube has been in such a weird yeah like, place the last couple of like this whole year. Ever, like you said, ever since the whole PewDiePie thing, oh, it's, it's been we've such been, a weird... We have been building to this point for an entire year. Like, it's... And maybe that's the whole devil's advocate part of it. Like, this end conclusion does not surprise me at all. Like, in so many ways, if YouTube had been smart, this would have been the first revision they rolled out. People would have been pissed. But the fact we had kind of, like, bullshit half measures between now... And this point is what kind of really pisses people off. And the fact that, like, it's been really poorly explained. It's been really poorly implemented. And, like, it's one of those things where kind of it's a... Every time YouTube says something or does something, it just feels condescending. And, like, we're sorry. Like, there's no genuine feel behind it. Like, it's... Like, the email I got regarding, hey, we're demonetizing you is the most, like, you tried, and we don't care. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. I don't know, man. No, it's... Like I said at the start of all this, like, money talks. It's I'm not confused as to why the people that keep getting in trouble are still on YouTube. But, you know, if they're going to start punishing people like this, indirectly even... I want fucking PewDiePie off YouTube. I want Logan Paul off YouTube, or at least not capable of monetizing shit. I want him, I want the people that are causing this shit to go down to deal with the ramifications they caused. And not kind of their little version of, it's like, oh, they're no longer premium. The guy still gets 12 million views of video. Well, they're no longer premium. They're not getting the same level of ad revenue. They're still getting ad revenue. Yeah, that doesn't, that that defeats the purpose. (laughs) I don't know, man. It, it, it's gonna be a really weird year to see where this goes. I think. What do you? I mean, 
I I don't know where SWS goes at this point. Like it's I keep looking at Twitch going, "Hey, you guys going to add better pre-recorded upload options and shit?" Like they're adding it. Like if they could just put some goddamn custom thumbnail situations in there, we might swap over to that as our main platform in all honesty. Like it's I I I've already started the process of downloading all of our YouTube to uh-huh. a hard drive to re-upload to different sites. Well, like I've I've heard Amazon is actually working on a like, like the 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 video side of like, hey, we have stuff you can watch later on, kind of thing. Yeah, I've heard that's something they're working. No, and, and on. and you can do it on Twitch right now. Like I, I, I've jokingly been like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if I just restreamed every piece of content we've ever done that does that still has sound on it and stuff like that to Twitch as like broken up things on restream because restream will let me schedule that shit. Yeah, and it'll play it. So, like, you have people who do, like, previous broadcasts or other videos. Like, we can absolutely do that with a channel, with Twitch. Like, that's that's yeah. a possibility. Yeah, I, it's... It's a really weird spot to be as a content creator on this. And, yes, I know this gaming news matters more to us than others, but, like, it affects you people that listen to us, too, because this is the kind of shit that causes small outfits like us to just stop doing what we're doing because we're running up against walls left and right. I'm not saying we're going to quit anytime soon, but like mm-hmm. I, when I got that email, I sat there for 10 seconds just like, maybe it's time for SWS to end. Like, this is some bullshit. <laughs> We've had a good run. Maybe it's just time. <laughs> it, it, we had a good run. Let's just go ahead and go yeah. out on our way. Like, our terms. <laughs> Yeah, fuck that, but we'll go down kicking and screaming and dragging you fuckers with us. <laughs> we'll make our own video format with blackjack and strippers. <laughs> Maybe just strippers. Vape.tv, we're coming for you. That's right, we're coming to Vape.tv. It's happening! Full time. <laughs> yeah, I it's again like it's one of those things where it's like who does this actually affect i don't fucking know but as consumers of media you should care about this shit because this shit will spill over into other stuff like it's the if this just sounds like youtubers whining right now it is but at the same time you want to see youtubers leave youtube keep this shit up keep this up and going like it's the you want to start incentivizing people to seek other platforms to put stuff on? Here you go. Like, if, fuck, I looked into how much of a pain in the ass it would be to put all our stuff up on um, the fucking Facebook watch stuff. And I hate that platform. Well, I mean, Facebook also is a way to kind of reach a lot of people as well. Yeah, I, and I still but... hate it, but. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. You should hate it. <laughs> yes, that's, that's an insidious platform. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I. If we have any fans that are big fans of PewDiePie or Logan Paul, or people that have been equally as kind of how to put it, um, divisive in our industry, I recommend that you maybe stop watching them because they are detrimental to something you, in theory, enjoy. Because you listen to this podcast, and God knows we're not any of them. Yeah, I. We're in a weird spot, and it's again like this needed to happen. We had to kind of burn the house down. The issue is we didn't burn the house down with the right stuff in it. 
<laughs> yeah, like it, if they were pulling this and at the same time it was also like we fucking kicked PewDiePie and Logan Paul off YouTube, I'd be like, okay, cool, I'll take the hit. Go for it. Yeah, but they didn't. They did just like, well, he's not a premiere anymore. Yeah, like that's that's the that, that's the well, you can't drive your Lambo to work, so drive the Mercedes instead. Like, fuck you. Yeah. You condescending ass motherfuckers. <laughs> They're not as profitable as they used to be. Oh, not as profitable, you say? Tell me more about this. Not as. <sighs> Less profitable, you say? Yeah, it's, it's, it's shit. Yeah. Yeah. You got any more on this one or nah? No, I think we I think uh we ran into the ground pretty hard. <laughs> yeah. I, I think we both expressed our frustrations quite a bit. Yeah, I, it's when I, I, as much as we joke about money and stuff, I never started SWS to make money. It'd have been cool to it's more thing I wanted to do and shit, shit like this is a kick in the teeth where it's like Man, it's already so discouraging to be a small YouTuber. This is worse. <laughs> you want to bring bots onto your platform? This is how you get bots. Yep. <sighs> yeah. Well, hey, I look forward to the new Something Wicked Studios Uprising over on Twitch, if that's the case. We're going to Vimeo, bitch. Vimeo? Oh, shit. Going Vimeo, doing 4K on everything, even if we don't need to. Well, you can run 4K because you've got that sweet fucking 1080. That's true. Not yet. I have a 980. Oh, that's right. Fair enough. <laughs> you may find us on vape.tv and... Maybe let's upload all our shit to Pornhub. Right? Might as well. Might like... as well. <laughs> what is it called? Uh... We could do the whole, uh, I, I love, okay, just, just throw it out there. I love the parody shit they upload to Pornhub, which is hilarious. Like, was it, uh, uh it, I can't remember what it was, but it was something like Germans fuck so-and-so, and it was the German soccer team playing against, like, yeah, that, soccer that, team that, that happens World every Cup. once in a while, yeah. I love that yeah, shit. I do, that too. That fucking hilarious. Oh. Yeah. Fun little trivia, there's a Rammstein music video out there that was released on porn sites first because it is technically porn. There's a safe-ish for work version on YouTube, but that's not the real version. No, I can't remember what it's... <sighs> pussy, the song is Pussy. There we go, that's what it is. Came out in like 2012. It's part of their last album. But, yeah. Yeah. Moving on from Pornhub being the new so being the new home of the Wicked Studios content and NHL highlights. Uh, uh, this is normally the part of the show where if someone's tried to reach out and contact us, we read emails or smoke signals or messages delivered by a carrier pigeon or people running into the room to interrupt and yell stuff at me. You know how we do. Um, if you wanted to contact us, Alex, how would you go about doing it? Ah, uh, so what you would do is first of all. Remember, you're being but, judged on this. Okay. So, first of all, you, you go to a foreign country, and you pretend to be all about their culture and respect, and proceed to do <laughs> the most shittiest thing possible. Uh, 
preferably something that's very stereotypical and probably borderline racist. Uh, you run around and do all that stuff, right? And then you think to yourself, you would be a great fucking idea. I think the greatest fucking idea ever, and I'm going to break YouTube because it's going to be the best thing ever done, is I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go record in the forest. That's known for being uh, quite interesting in a really scary and bad sense. And then you upload the uh, what the question is, and, you know, obviously because that's, that's how you're trying to find us, and then you make sure that you're not sure why you did it in the first place, but you frame, you know, things like questionable content in the background as you do it, right? And then you go ahead and put it up online and make sure that uh, everyone sees it. And then when everyone gets mad, it'll eventually get to us. And we'll be able to watch the video. Oh, I won't watch the video. The I'll get. Some, I'll watch some YouTuber that's, mad, that's explaining why this is shit from an actually cultural standpoint. Because I won't give you the views, but yeah, it'll get so, to us. So, so yeah, eventually someone will let us know, hey, this guy asked you guys a question in probably the shittiest video ever put up. And then uh, instead of, you know, people being like, or the company actually taking actions on you, they'll give you a slap on the wrist and pretend that they actually did something about it. And then when somebody makes a parody of your question video, um, actually, yeah, they'll get suspended. Just do the parody version. I'm all down with the parody version, making fun of how much that person's an asshole. Yeah. So... That, that, that's a good way for us to eventually hear from, about your question. Alternatively, you can email us. And avoid the scandal. And not be a fucking moron. What's that email address, Alex? That email address is wickedawesomecast at gmail.com What's that email address again, Alex? Because apparently you forgot how we do the email part of this podcast. <laughs> WickedAwesomeCast at gmail.com. WickedAwesomeCast at gmail.com. Spell this as it sounds down in the show notes. It works. I tested it recently, et cetera, et cetera. We love to hear from people. We would love to get some emails, et cetera, et cetera. If you like us, if you don't like us, if you have weird questions, send them our way. The weirder, the better in some way. We really do enjoy the weird questions. We do. Except don't send us anything Logan Paul related, unless you're talking about why. Uh... Yeah, if, if you have if you want more information, anything we've talked about today, we'll be happy to go into further detail. I'm not sure how much more detail we can. I I do read all the emails. Not all of them make it onto the show because they're not really questions or they're just like, hey, what audio equipment do you guys use? And I send you a link to the podcast where me and Jeff talk about that and maybe some links on Amazon. But yeah, I, I do read everything we get, even all the porn we've been signed up for, which... You guys have been finding some really specific stuff lately. Sweet. No, not sweet at all. <laughs> Quite the opposite. Well, also, before we continue, uh, what is your judgment on my uh, pretending to be Jeff and try to give a really crazy thing? Uh, that was better. I was going to throw in the fact that, um, Sam, you put your name in a form, your full name, your first and last name, in a form... That you then used our email as a um as the dummy email for. So I have your first and last name and your phone number. Sweet. Someone else is getting signed up for porn. <laughs> yeah. No, I only have their um email address. They used our email address, but maybe don't put the name that matches that address. Or maybe one day we'll do a live stream where we call this guy and ask him why he put the email. I don't think so, but. <laughs> Uh, it'd be a great video. I think it was an autofill issue, but I don't know. Huh. But, yeah. Uh, that about does it for this podcast. Um, video hiatus will continue. I 
We actually have some stuff on YouTube I may start trickling out now because I feel bad it's been sitting there for a while. Persona will return once the studio is set up. Um, Metal Gear will return once the studio is set up. Um, what other ongoing shit did we have going on? Um, wow, video, wow streams may return the week this podcast goes up, actually. Uh, assuming my work doesn't kick me in the teeth like it did last week. Um, yeah. There may be some Warframe stuff in the future. I, Given kind of how things are going, maybe expect more streams in the future. We typically stream kind of around... 8 p.m. West Coast time, give or take a little bit for an hour or two when we can. Um, there may start being some bigger Saturday shows once the studio is set up. And speaking of the studio, look forward to Charlie and Alex build a studio as channel content. <laughs> where you'll learn to do such things as not chop your fingers off the table saw. And yes, I actually do what I'm doing when I say I know how to build things. <laughs> Nine fingers made, reporting in. It's eight fingers this week. Couldn't find oh, the last funny. one. Oh, well, it is what it is. Yep. We call yeah, him Nubs. Look- Why? Cut off all his fingers with a chop saw. <laughs> but yeah, uh, looking forward to it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Podcast will continue. Thank you for your patience, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And cue the mess. <laughs>